Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks. We got good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. I'm Matt. We got Pat and Dave. Hey, hey, what we got today? Uh, I've been eyeing this one for a minute. It's a new riff. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon, uh, bottled and bond. It's a hundred proof sour mash. It's a, it's a high rye. It's a, they show the contents on the back it's 65 percent corn 30 percent rye five percent malted barley aged at least four years yeah i got some info um before we fucking went live gave it a little nose got a nice nose not overly sweet uh, I, I could definitely pick up some of that rye in there though like i'm getting heartburn just from the nose yeah it's new riff kentucky straight bourbon whiskey that's 100 proof uh 50 alcohol they're out of newport kentucky They've been around since 2004. Uh, this particular one's uh, aged about four years and 53 gallon. It's a toasted and, and charred uh, barrels. That has got some kick, yo. So it says for their appearance, extra rich, unfiltered, deep, and amber. Amber color. It says for the nose, butterscotch rounding into a fresh oak with hints of vanilla and rye spice. What do you guys think for the taste? That's good. Is it? It's got right? a it's got a mule's kick on the back end, which I don't mind at all. I don't think that's that bad though compared to other ones that we've had. I, I think it is super like, peppery at that end, but it's not that bad. I I mean I enjoy I, I, I'm beginning to like the higher rise, so that's why I was kind of like ooh high proof high rye. Says for sign the, me up. It tastes broad, fulsome mouthful, mouthfeel leading to a sweeter vanilla accent before gathering a rye spice of cloves. Uh, rye spices, clove, cinnamon, mint, dark berry into the finish. Um, oh, that's the taste. The finish is long. I do get like a like a berry. It says long r- r- rye. Leg Not like finish. the tartness of a berry, but almost like the subtle sweetness of like a blackberry. Yeah, I get yeah. that too, and I, I like it because it kind of like coats your tongue. Yeah, like it kind of sits there. Is this picking me up? It says it is not picking you up. No, no, it's not. Am I off? Uh. Yeah, there, there you we go. go. There he is. <laughs> hey, sorry, we're rookies. <laughs> it says for the finish is long rye lead finish with uh, Bramley red I'm black like, fruits. I can hear you there, but I can't hear you. <laughs> it says with Bramley red black fruits amid white pepper and clove for the finish. The um, peppers for sure. Yeah. I, I get the clove, and I only know that because I've been cooking with a lot of cloves lately. So uh, it's almost like reminds me of like a slight like licorice. I take another cloves, you know. Like a less, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Because uh, we suck at this tasting thing. We just like getting drunk and we have an excuse. Yeah, but like, so what what is the sweetness right out the gate? Uh, like I you said, were saying, like the berry is kind of sweet, but it's... Um, it says dark berry. There's a dark berry. It says broad, fulsome, butterscotch, hints of vanilla, rice spice. I don't get I don't any get the butterscotch. No butterscotch, no vanilla. Um... Maybe a little vanilla it's on the tongue after the rye goes away. There's like berry. just like a coating on my tongue that I still have like like this vanilla accent. Um, that pepper, it's like hard. <clears throat> that that pepper aftertaste is like so there. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it sits there in your throat. It's good though. Says I like it. It's forty dollar bottle. Yeah, New Rift Bourbon is uh, bottled and bond without chill for filtration, featuring a mash bill. Of sixty-five uh, percent grains, thirty percent corn, five percent malted barley. It represents a new riff on Kentucky's most hallowed whiskey tra- traditions. 
Aged for four years and 53 gallon toasted and charred new oak barrels. There are no shortcuts taken in our production. Um, Says the whiskeys are made with full sour mash Kentucky regimen. All carry an age statement and are always bottled without chill filtration. Hmm. Hmm. I dig it. Um, This one's hard to like pinpoint the flavors because the front end, I feel like they're real subtle. Like there's there's a little sweetness. I mean, there, there's a lot of flavors going on, but there's nothing that like just pops out to you. Yeah, I think it's like a nice subtle, you know, a little sweet, little um, little oaky, um, but nothing overpowering. The the thing that really like sits on you know the forefront for me is the the spice. But and it's a, like, it's, a, it's a good level of spice, and it just kind of hangs out. Yeah, but I do like whatever it is, it, like coats your tongue and palate and it yeah. kind of just hangs there it's not burning you or anything like that right, it just right. kind of hangs out it's nice yeah. yeah like they said though it is a it does pack a punch but it's not like it's, it's like a it's pickled just, jalapeno like the sits, level of heat you know it's not like a fresh it's dummied down and i think it's more for about like more about the length that sits on your tongue more so than it does the sit how, there for a minute how spicy it but is off the bat with you know with all the bourbons that we've tried i'll say it again um a bourbon with a rye, it's a buffer for me. Because when I got a nice weeded fucking bourbon, it is I'm refilling my glass every five minutes because I could take a sip after sip after sip after sip. this I gotta like all yeah, right. This lingers. Give it's, it a, it's a give good, it a few I, minutes. See, it's I, a good linger though. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. But it's just a buffer for me, man. But couldn't you drink this all night? I think we could Absolutely, this all night. but I'm not gonna drink four Slap glasses it. in a half hour, you know? Yeah. You should be like forty five minutes a glass, you know? Yeah, so I like it. I dig it. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about it on Instagram, and I've always kind of eyeballed it. It just reminded me too much of, uh, to be quite honest, like something shitty, like a liqueur, the bottle. Yes, you know, because it's got that uh, frosted like wrap on it. Like, yeah. uh, what's that fucking tequila rose almost kind of yeah. frosted glass? You know, like <laughs> I'm gonna stay away. But I see a lot of people talking good things about it, so. It's only uh, hundred proof too. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little lower than we usually get or have been lately. Yeah, yeah. but it almost stays stronger than the other ones. See, I don't. Uh, you know what's weird? I'm I not picking get, up that heat. I'm not either. I'm not getting a big punch like no. you guys are. I like it. It's peppery and stuff, but yeah, for a thirty percent rye, I don't know why. <clears throat> it's not hitting too hard. Uh, it's probably because you got more hair on your chest than I do. I, I got more hair on my chest than you guys on your whole body. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> No, um, my my shit's been growing in in the last few years, but uh, this is me growing in here, guys. <laughs> I'd I'd uh, I'd buy it for myself. Ooh, um, that sip right there was a whole different. Yeah, that's a crazy thing too. Like with some of these more complex, you don't pick up all the flavors on the first sip. Yeah, like now I'm picking up more berry. It, it just says dark berries. It doesn't. Say specifically which ones. I, uh, I would the go darker b- the berry, w- <laughs> the sweeter the juice. Correct, juice. <laughs> uh, I'd buy this. I'm not gonna go crazy high on the score just because. I think we've had a lot that are like this, you know, mm-hmm. where it's a good taste, but you can't really pick out what's going on. Maybe you want a little bit more. Yeah. Sweetness to it or something, 40, but, it, but but it's smooth. Forty dollar bottle, you know. But like what I was saying, that like coats the tongue and like the flavors are there, and that spice kind of hangs out. It is a smooth drink 
This would be a nice that, like though. entry level rye, like higher rye bourbon yeah, for, for sure. somebody. I, I'll give it. Yeah, I mean that by down the end. I mean, just the way it lingers on somebody that's not used to that might be a little much for somebody. Yeah, but he's just saying like if if you're trying to get a little bit more right. into uh, rye, yeah. you like, want to go to like a high. You know, rye. If you, right? Instead of like going just a straight rye whiskey, that would be like a nice step. Fucking oh, yeah, fry sure. Yeah. Give it a fucking <laughs> bubble fucking, uh, <laughs> High West double fucking yeah. rye, rye rendezvous or I'll whatever. Give, I'll give this a 6.5. Uh, okay. Because um, I, I, you know, I like it. I do. I like it a lot myself um, for the price point. It's readily available. Um, it's got really good flavors. I'm going to go 7.1. Ooh. I like it. For a $40 bottle, man. Me too. You got a lot. You got a lot happening here. So, yeah, I'm gonna go to seven because it's it's actually pretty good. Especially, I mean, even number for the rye. But, um, like, I would rather I have really this pinpoint what's going on with it. But it is a good one, and it's only forty dollars. So, yeah, like I would rather have this on my shelf than what we did last week with that Baker Seven. I'd rather have this yeah. more affordable. Um, I think it was 107 proof, right? Last week's. Uh yeah, hundred seven fifty yeah, hundred seven proof. Right. So it's it's same range with the proof. I would take this. It's got a little bit more uh comp- you know some complex flavors there. I felt like the bakers were missing something, so I'd definitely choose this over that. I'd put both of those like right in the same range for me. I guess you're right with the prices, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Yeah, the last one was seventy, this one's forty. Yeah. Yeah. That's two bottles right here, bro. Two bottles of new riff. New riff. New rip, 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 rip. Sorry. I, I was trying to be uh, hip. You're trying to be a riff-raff? Hip to the hop. <laughs> riff-raff. I love his line, dude. There's that line that was like famous from him. He's like, yeah, I failed recess. I don't play. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you fucking that too hillbilly fucking. That too he's like from t- Houston, Texas or some shit. I don't know where he's at, but he got huge. He started working out. Did he? Uh, he's, turned, he's a pretty big dude now. Mm. Yeah, because all you got left is YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. I saw this video Can't earlier. Oh, it, no. it was a uh, first lockdown versus second lockdown, and the first lockdown's got you know dude's got some man titties going on, nice little beer belly, and he's like sh- you know doing his thing, and then it's like second lock- lockdown, fucking all ripped, and then sh- you see the original guy <laughs> in, like walking past and behind him, <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, fucking. This whole shit. I'm. I told Jody that I'm going back to the gym Monday, no matter what. Did you sign up to? Uh, no, I'm just going back to LA. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll get the African what version. I'll get the Brazilian version. I bet you would love human. that African fucking Corona. Right with the racism. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, I I don't know. I'm not gonna go back until. I'm I not ha- the one I who bought had the cor- fucking ashtray. <laughs> I haven't had Corona yet, so I'm still gonna try to take it. I'd like to go back to the gym, but even I don't even have time right now anyway. But if I did have time, I don't know if I'd be jumping back Taking into, that the, risk. into the gym right, right as of yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I got it because uh, my fat ass needed to start going to the gym again, man. Like, Dude. heart palpitations at 35 is... Yeah, but the alcoholism has nothing to do with that. Shh. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I've been trying to eat a little better, uh, better and uh, not eating quite as much when I do eat. My, what I mean, what truly fucked me was this job, because it was supposed to be two months of like what it was, and it'd be a, like six and a half, 
and it was way more hours, way more time being there. I mean, yeah. you know, and then well, you yeah. were working sevens a lot of the time. Yeah, like seven ten, seven twelves, and then you know it gets to like five o'clock, and then they tell you you're, you're to work four more hours, so you're sending like an apprentice out for food. Yeah, because I, it's it is what it is. You, that's what happened to me when we were, we were out of town so much. When you're out of town, I mean, you're just eating fast food. You're going to restaurants, you know, eating at bars, and most of the time that food's not really that good for you. No. And then on top of that, if you're at a bar, you're drinking a couple beers every night. Even if you try to eat healthier at, like, a restaurant, I mean, how healthy is it really going to be, you know? Well, well and here's the, the Here's thing. your healthy options. Right. It's not deep fried, but who fucking knows what they put on there, you know? Okay, and here's the other thing. You're at a fucking bar with ten dudes. Are you going to get a salad? Are you going to be that dude? Uh, no. No, hell no. No. If I'm going out to eat, I'm not wasting my money on some fucking shit I can pick out of the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was like half of my thing. Because ironworkers get a 10-hour 10, 10 break to you know for like another coffee, if you will, and they take 30 minutes. So like the apprentice would show you the list of or you know the, the menu where he's going, and you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, I could get a Caesar salad. I could get a, like whatever. And then I flip it over. I'm like, okay, double cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> and also, Saturdays, t- 10 cores before, you know, before, at lunch. Right. So and then it's Bloody Marys on Sundays. and. Uh, but should, speaking should we'll of that. i to you real quick. Artie's Bloody Mary mix. I was going to ask you how that fucking mix is. Fucking the best. Was it spicy? Little spice. Little perfect so spice. So you can throw a little Tabasco in if you want. And So, okay. Artie's, huh? Where'd you find it at? A guy that has a place up in Wisconsin that goes and fish. Like he, he's like, uh, I'm sure we can order that shit online. Dude, yeah. That's what I told him. Oh, dude, it, it's so good. It's it, Like, you don't have to put spice in it. You really don't. So it might. So I'm, the, I'm probably better off without the spice yeah. because I'm like because it, they they make it with uh, sriracha sauce, isn't it? Oh, uh, uh, there you go, dude. It's it's got everything in it. Doesn't? Oh, is it good? Is it a uh, thick Alrighty. one? Uh, while we're recording here, I'm just gonna go ahead and minimize <laughs> this. And I'm gonna go look up Artie's uh, uh, drinkarties.com. So what, is it is it a thick one or a thin one? Uh, perfect. Is it? It's like perfect. You know, like Did how you get kick some ass of those... is like thick. Yeah. This one's a little too thick, but like zigzags is like water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, it's it's in between, and it's not like a we're drink arties good. Yeah, drinkarties.com. But uh, what was I gonna say? Um, Kickass is almost like you're pouring out like marinara sauce, (laughs) which but it tastes good when you put vodka and ice in. And once the ice starts to melt a little bit in there, it's fantastic. But yeah, the first couple sips, you're like... But oh. this stuff, man, you pour it, the color's perfect. Oh, man, it's go. good. Here we go. I was so fucking... What day was that? It had to be last Sunday. I was so hungover, and I had that at the house. They got old-fashioned mix? Yeah, they have everything. Dude. If, if you click cocktails, they got you a had, bunch of shit. You had to have one early? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I know, but I'm looking at... Uh... Old fashioned whiskey sweet, old fashioned whiskey sour. That's not what we came here for. Uh but we are whiskey I understand that. But do we you. gotta check out what we do you. Yeah, dude, it was good. It's can perfect. You, can you order by the pallet? <laughs> well my <laughs> you, gotta, you got a driveway that can, uh, that is accessible. See, but see <laughs> the only got a truck, he can go get it. The see that right that, that one's these ones are already mixed. Pre-made. Right. Yeah. The ones that you gotta get um, from their store up there, it's like a big bottle. We'll uh, we'll figure this. I, shoot, dude, we're twenty twenty one, man. 
fucking uh, what's that drizzly.com probably could ship shit like or amazon or yeah. whatever oh yeah but the guy that got it he's got a uh cottage on a river up there and uh he was just telling me about the fishing like what did he say april 1st the ice melts and he catch walleye like a motherfucker Ooh, and then the the walleye, walleye the walleye stopped moving and then it's white bass like crazy and then he said like after that like it starts getting warm so like just your regular panfish but I'm going with him. He's like, it's like a four-hour ride. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Take me with you, bro. Yeah, for sure. I'll fucking drive separate. I'll <laughs> That's bring... what we keep saying. We got to, you know, find, yeah. find this, spots. This dude well, is cool. crazy, man. Yeah, we all got kids, man. But, like, luckily for me, I have a son that likes fishing, so bring him with, you know? Yeah. I got to get a pole. I haven't been saying I need to get a pole for a fucking year and a half. Dog. Doggy. Man. I got yeah, but 15 behind you. <laughs> so I have I've got a bunch of different ones and so I was cuz I haven't I you know my grandparents had all that land and ponds and rivers and stuff right. and I just haven't really been an avid fisherman in a long time. So I was like asking him I'm like so what did what do you do now? What's the big thing? He goes you buy you buy a walleye rod. Cuz whatever you get on a walleye rod Nine times out of ten, you can land it. All right. Or if you get like, smaller, yeah, panfish yeah. rod or like, which most of those are, right. like, it'll break the pole right. or whatever. You can't put bigger tests on it. So you just so, get a, a heftier, heftier, uh, yeah, pole, and then it could get, get everything you need it for. Yeah. yeah. He even I, caught a sturgeon out of his river. No shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was That'd be I, pretty cool. My uncle, uh, Uncle Paul, when he first started dating my aunt, uh, my aunt Donna. He had a boat. He used to go uh, fishing on Lake Michigan all the time. He had he had the craziest fishing poles and the fish setup or the uh, pole setups on his on his boat. Yeah, because you're getting the salmon and lake trout. Yeah, he yeah. he got. I mean, once they got that house up in Michigan, he traded that boat in and they got the pontoon and the smaller one. But I I mean, I never went out with him, but I remember going in the garage and shit and just fucking. Oh yeah. 20, 40 fishing poles, just huge, thick ass motherfuckers. You know what looks fucking cool is the. The bow fishing, yeah, but but you got to be like like going yeah, all right, the time because that's practice. And you got like those too, dudes just... you can't. You're not aiming at them. You're aiming, you know, behind them, <laughs> right. in front of them, reflection, all yeah. that shit. Uh-huh. There's actually somebody out by me up in um, Michigan that does that. They would go on the pontoon boat, and they'd go where it was pretty shallow, and they had these huge lights, and they would just go yeah. super slow and. They would, they would try it's to, they, super cool. They get close to like people's docks and shit. Yeah. That's, that's definitely there, not but... a uh, catch and release type situation. No, I'm just <laughs> say, no. and that, that's that's usually like weirder fish. You're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna catch a walleye. No. in the shallow, just kind of right, chilling right. like that, and to get it, you're going for like a carp or like catfish, a gar, fucking, catfish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which a lot of times in the videos I see, it's catfish or carp. Yeah, you know. But he said even on I this used river, to get them catfish in McKinley Park all the time. I mean, you give me a three pounder catfish, I'll fillet that bitch up right now. And make some fucking Cajun nuggets, bro. Gross. It can't be Cat- anything more than three pounds, though. Anything then it gets super fucking like catfishy. Like it, it tastes yeah. like yeah, yeah. You can't. There's not enough lemon to kill that taste. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that guy saying? Oh, it, it's a, they have tributaries to the uh, Mississippi, so they got like Mississippi blues catfish in there. 180 pounds, 200 Holy pounds. Fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah. That. Dude, I mean, he, that'd be fun to try and catch. Oh, would you guys out. ever try the whole noodling? Yeah, noodling. Would you try oh, that? I'll tell you, fisting. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't care. Yeah, I would try it. I, I, 
oh, I mean, I, I would let it go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm terrified of the unknown, man. I don't, I don't know well, if I can. I do mean, it. if you're going with somebody, I mean, it's, it's not going to be a fucking snapping turtle in there. You'd be like, you stick your hand in there first, buddy. Let me know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I would definitely yeah. try it. You see, I don't know that, if I could. It just looks like it'd be fun. You, know, you gotta hold your breath going in there. I mean, it's probably a rush once you do it. Yeah, for you know? sure. Because I'll be shitting my pants like as I'm sticking my fucking hand in there, you know. Yeah. Uh, but once I got it, and fucking like, you know, but, America. <laughs> but the snapping turtle—that's what they all scream. Yeah. <laughs> the snapping turtle thing, though, the the dude that has this land, he's actually uh, Native American. Oh, is he? And he makes like turtle soup, and he's like, dude, there's there's nothing better. Holy fuck. And I've heard that so what many it, times. Did I try? I've never tried turtle? it. He says it's so fucking good. Is it? And he says the only time they do it. No, alligator. The, the only time that you can actually do it is if they, if like you catch one and they completely swallowed the hook, they're fucked. Right. The, the, the turtle's going to die. Right. And so that you just get them on shore, you fucking put them out of their misery, you cook it. But yeah, he says it's awesome. And I, the, I'm down to try that. Oh, yeah. I, I'll try any fucking game. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Dude, I still want to go to Texas to hunt them hogs. Yeah. Dude. But those are, yeah, man, that's like that red meat, man. That ain't fucking that white fucking pig meat. Well, it's crazy because another guy on the job goes down there all the time to hunt them, and he says the big ones, you just you just blast them and leave them. Yeah, He's like, the meat is so gross. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's like, you literally look for, like, the piglets or, like, you know, a year old, like right. that big. Because they, so when they go into, I, I didn't know this, when they go into, like, uh, cornfield or soy or whatever it is, they just don't kill the stalks. They they're a rooting animal. Yeah, the, so they husk, go. Yeah. yeah, they so they go down and they fucking destroy and fucking everything. everything. Well, no, but no, they, they, they truly yeah, yeah they truly destroy the field. Yeah, we're like if you have deer well, going through it and everything. I thought you were talking on like why they're such dog no, shit. Which, I, I know no, you're killing they're... them because of that reason. No, yeah, no. they they're tusks and shit. They literally dig. Yeah, up yeah, 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 everything. Yeah, yeah. But what do they say? They're so gross because they they get so big so fast. Yeah. So because they don't stop eating, they're yeah. like like the like a dumb dog. They'll just keep eating. Yeah, but pigs are smarter than dogs. That's crazy. Yeah. Like they're uh, just fucking gluttonous. Man. Like some ex girlfriends. But they, they they'll become feral like off a farm in like forty eight hours. They like transfer back to being yeah. alive. Yeah. I, I, less, I said like within a week. week. Within a year, they have their full tusks back. Yeah. In uh, nine months, they could have ten piglets. That's how fast. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nuts they they so i wouldn't feel bad at all da, 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 no, da. It, it's like 25 bucks to like they'll clean it for you no matter how many you kill 25 bucks you take it and they harvest it for you well i mean you're also you're paying an, a decent price to do this yeah you know for the whole trip well too i mean you're still making a good profit depends if you're it. gonna do it a helicopter or they're just driving you around or you know i don't know if i would want to do helicopter i feel like that i'd feel too uh pulled away from the experience yeah I'd, i would still like to I, w- I would like to be like here's the brush here's my farm you guys go out there yeah. you find them you pop away right because <clears throat> in texas it's so bad this guy's uh family has i'm guessing it's a ranch the way he talks about it these areas of texas you see these like jacked up dually pickup trucks like pulling two-seater helicopters and they get paid a ton of money from these ranchers just to fly up and just kill these fucking pigs. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many. Yeah, and now, well, yeah, they're, they're just killing crops, everything. I, I remember. Oh, go ahead. Just, not to cut you off, but same with the cats. Really? I didn't know about a, the cats. A regular, like, barn cat here doesn't get anywhere more than, like, 10 pounds because the winter usually kills off kittens and everything. So right. it's just. But there, they'll get up to 20 pounds. Damn. And so they kill hens and roosters that's and, nuts. yeah and like songbirds and they're just brutal so when you go deer hunting there 
you have your deer hunting rifle or your boar rifle, and then you have a twenty-two. So if there's a cat, they ask you to kill it. Oh, shit. Can we talk about how insanely strong cats are? Oh, uh, I don't like cats. I love cats. But I do I not cats. like them. I, 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 I twist Patty's arm like once a month. Like, let me get a fucking cat. Well, it's not that I don't like them. I just, there's a, I've had a few bad experiences with a few of them. Like when they bite you or we're talking about cats, their nails, pussy, they're fucking, they <laughs> you go, know what I'm saying? No. there's Nobody's no getting, there. there's no getting away from them. No, no. Are you man. in the zoo? No. Oh, <laughs> No. I had this faint memory of falling in so, into this pit. This thing grabbed me in the shoulder. <laughs> I swear to God, it hurt. No, like when, when Conan, <clears throat> you'll be petting Conan, and for whatever reason, it's like they're them like when a dog like shakes their leg because it feels so good, they want to bite you. Mm-hmm. And then when they bite you, they like take your forearm with all four claws and just crunk, yep. And crunk, yep. bite on you, and it hurts. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's that's like a I love you. I'm not gonna hurt you. Right, right. <laughs> I had, there was this one chick's house we used to hang out with. I don't know if somebody used to torture this cat. I don't know if he just, if I look like him or what. But anytime I'd walk past like one of the bedrooms, that cat would come flying out and just try to attack me. I remember one time like he would just come out and like like swipe at me, and I get past him and be fine. But like one time he ran into the kitchen. I had shorts on, and it was, like, middle of summer, so there's like, I had no layers on, nothing. Like, I ran, like, he kept chasing me. I fucking ran up on a kitchen chair, like, standing on a kitchen chair trying to get this thing off, and he's, like, hopping up on his hind legs, just swiping at my fucking legs. I'm yeah. like, get this fucking thing there away from me. There are some nut job cats, man, without a doubt. But I've, then, like... Did you guys, you guys ever see that video of, like, the one, uh, somebody was trying to wrangle that cat, and they had it on one of the, like the leashes, and that and thing it came went up, up it and got his leg in his thigh. Yeah. yeah, it just came up inside he, his thigh. He got like forty some stitches for that yeah, shit. Man. It was nasty. Yeah, it's fucking man. They get well, vicious. When Conan was a kitten, Jody wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, I remember. And we were should have got rid of Jody. Yeah, how about it? But uh, <laughs> we were like, I don't remember why. Oh, she made, she bought a new mattress, so I was taking the old mattress out, and I didn't know, it, but he was like hiding back here. So when I put my hand over, instant playtime. And, whoa, yep. and oh, then yeah. he fucked my hand up. Oh, man. yeah. Dude, that cat was nuts when he was a um, Oh, yeah. We adopted this cat when I was, I think, four or five years old. And uh, I forgot the style of cat, but my dad weighed the cat maybe like a year before we put him down. And he was uh, 39 pounds. Holy it's fuck. It's like one of those exotic, big, black fucking cats. Jesus Christ. And I tried to ride him because he would stand as tall as uh, we had like a, whatever that, collie, uh, it was a collie mix. So the the cat stood taller than this our dog. Hmm. And I would try to ride this fucking thing. Uh, was this in Dreams? No. Oh, okay. The cat's name was Sam. And... Uh, I, I just remember my childhood. I'm just being fucking mauled. <laughs> I'm sure your dad wasn't giving him you some of his juice. <laughs> I do remember my grandma did have a cool cat. It was Bones. It was probably about the only cool cat ever. I mean, other than that, we've all Bones. had either. We've had no pets or it's just been dogs. Dude, Conan's chill as fuck. Yeah, Conan's, Conan's cool as shit. I like Conan. I had some dope-ass cats. I, had a fucking, I can't say like, that I don't like cats. i just not a fan of them. I don't never really had them there's but, it, it but there, like the, the companionship's like not there the way it is with a dog right you know like a, if you walk in the house a cat's not sitting there waiting for you conan yeah. will though well, Con- Con- well and, and then conan will like conan's jump. like half dog yeah so right like, so like sh- sh- conan watches dogs you know so yeah. like i think he picks up the 
Conan's always been like, but that. like he's been a cool, me, he's always been a cool. Me cat. growing up, it was always my grandma had the dogs downstairs with her, and then we would get the cats, and the cats would be upstairs. So it was just we had this one cat, Skippy, dude. I remember there was one time I was like, Skippy's gone forever. He was an outdoor cat. I was like, this motherfucker ain't coming back. A good four or five months later, this motherfucker comes limping in the house, dude. Beat the fuck up, man. I'm like, get over here, bud. And he stayed for a week, healed up, and then that was the last time I saw him. Dana's mom had some cool cats. What was that cat's name? Tigger. Yeah, like he, she used to let him out with the dog. Yeah. Like, he'd go yeah. outside with the dog, play around. When the dog came well, back in, until- he would come in too. But then there was the time, there was, like, that good phase of, like, this one summer. She kept letting him out with the dogs, uh, with the dog. And then she'd fucking go let the dog in, and there's, like, two dead birds in the gangway. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking cat's just hunting. Well, fucking Freddy uh, always had cats when Jody was growing up. And they were, when they would leave the house, they would let the cats out, and they would be, like, on lanyards. Yeah. And they would hang out outside all fucking day. And then one time, I guess, Freddy came home, and one tried to, like, Probably tried to chase something and got stuck, and it was almost dead. Oh, it, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was, like, the last time they had cats. Hung itself up somehow. Yeah. Uh, I want a cat, though. Cats real. are awesome. I love them, man. They're, they're different. They're, they're, they're a different animal, man. But once you get to understand what a cat is all about, it's so much fun. My daughter just got a cat. Or, yeah. her, or her sister got a cat. She's taking care of it. How old's her sister? She's like five. Five? Yeah, little, little kitten for her birthday yeah, or some shit. Something like that. They've always had dogs. I think they have like two or three dogs. Dags. Um, Dude, I, if I, if I uh, follow all these like sanctuaries now, like dog, like rescues or whatever. Yeah, may, may as well. And I think, like I was telling Jody, I, I think I want to start like adopting like throwaway dogs, like older dogs, like. You know, uh, hospice need dogs. Yeah. That shit. That's what T- Tina was doing that for a while. I, I, I saw the picture yesterday or two days ago, and I'm laying in bed with Patty. I was like, it's about time fucking Tina gets a dog that's not 14. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> a, I think my sister's, like, the last three dogs have all been on their last yeah. leg. Yeah. but Which, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not hating on it. No, but yeah, I just sure. Like, I don't know how she could put herself through that. Yeah. You know, because you give me a month. And it's like full blown. I fucking. I'm, I'm well, in love. I, I I never thought that I could do it now, but like knowing Charlie has, well, he doesn't have cancer anymore, and his kidneys are back to normal levels. But like knowing that, you know, you have to. I mean, I, that fucking place wanted me to put him down. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's got all. He's had fucking four uh, great months now. I'm surprised you didn't call me one night drunk. Like, dude, let's fucking shoot this joint. <laughs> it might still happen. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean. But, his, uh, his his vet at Lapar, legit, like I tell her all the time, like save Charlie because we were going to Lapar to put him down. See, but like Dude, you, that, um, yeah, that's fucked up. Um, ahead, sorry, sorry. No, no, um, the thing is, like you took it to that twenty four hour emergency yeah, vet, right? To, we needed to get him. I in. feel like that's just the answer they're gonna give you, man. It's like they just want to f- fucking turn you over. You well, know? and there was three doctors or four. His kidneys were bad. He's got cancer in his. What did they say? He's got cancer in his stomach, heart like around his heart and lungs. And then the next guy was like, "Yeah, it's inoperable." Um, we we suggest. Did you uh, stop back in there and just like show the papers of him? Like, hey, uh, I, I'm tempted to just like walk by the front door and be like, "This is that dog," <laughs> because they gave him back to us on a gurney. Yeah. And once he got off of that hardcore like, pain, knock drugs, on the window. You like apples? Yeah. <laughs> They gave him so much hardcore 
going back to that guy that's got the place up in uh, Wisconsin. He's a lab guy. Right. He's had ha- hunting labs his whole life. I send him all the fucking drugs that he was on. He's like, Pat, do not give him another one of those and see what he does. All right. So I stopped the pain pills right away, and I was still giving him the antibiotics because they thought maybe he, the Lyme disease that's been detected in his body multiple times because I take him to the woods all the time. Yeah. So I, I kept him on an antibiotic for that. Like 12 hours after we got him off to the pain meds, we were going to Lapar. He jumped out of the car at Lapar. Now, this is him getting from a gurney, not being able to walk, just lift his head, put him in the back of Jody's car, get him to Lapar. He jumps out and walks into the fucking vet himself. Now, these people said that he'll never walk again. Right. Then they said they had uh, he had cancer around his lungs, this place. So Lapar being... Good people that they are did like a free cat scan for us and stuff. And Is that his work. normal vet? Yeah, his normal vet, normal so, doctor, normal doctor. Yeah. So they're like, okay. there is no cancer in his lungs. There is no cancer here. There is no cancer there. They're like, there is a big mass in his abdomen, and it just they're like, it's weird. It's putting pressure on his kidneys. We're not sure what it is. And the lady was like, if you want to save this dog, go here. And it was like Buffalo Groves, like this top of the line place. We drop them off. They're like, we really, this needs to come out. This is cancer. So they're like, we, we don't know if it's got a blood supply. We don't know if there's a nerve running through it. We'll tell you this right now. If it is, you're going to get them home and just take care of them. No blood supply, no nerve. It was growing off a little piece of fat off his intestines. There was no none on his kidneys, none on his fucking, uh, um, no, 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 they do an organ like assessment. Yeah. And they did all that, not one ounce of cancer, but just a, anything else, yeah. just a mass. I mean, that's a lucky break. Oh, without a doubt. Because without a doubt. For like a standard x-ray or whatever you do, CT scan, I don't know what the vets use, you're not going to get a whole lot of information. No, because it just shows shadows. Of, right, right. You're looking at what's there that shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. you know? I, I don't think a fucking vet's going to use an MRI machine unless you... I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think that's. I think it's like let's just open the fucker up and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> and now will will the cancer come back? <clears throat> Most likely. He's but, an old, yeah, he's an old dog. It's yeah. And we we're but not you, dumb. You gave him a you yeah, know like a, at least a year. Right. I told Jody if we get the summer out of him, he gets to swim with, in the pool. You know. You know. Kick it. Get a little fucking uh, like thing you could just strap him up in case he starts getting a little weaker. Just throw him on your back and be like, I got you, bro. We'll Shit, go swimming. Dude. I carry him. I like. I carry him around now, anyways. Like Jody's like, he could jump on the bed. I'm like, I oh, got. <laughs> get well, over here, what'd buddy. You put, what'd you put by your bed that so you could get up? A big ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> I made Jody buy another one for the front room. I'm like, this is perfect. He could go on the bed with uh, this. Like fucking, a step, step yeah, yeah, it's perfect. That's, fuck it, hey, yeah, dude. They're family. Jody's like, you want to spend this money on? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Would you spend this money on Liam? Huh? I was like, don't spend this money on me. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Don't waste your money on me. The the, the no. cleaning ladies in Vegas will find me. Don't worry. <laughs> it was the first time I tried heroin. <laughs> I don't feel good, hon. It's bad. Just get me the paperwork. I'll sign it. Let you know. I'll let you know the room number. <laughs> yeah. They'll call you when they find me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Dags. Fucking. But, yeah, dude, it's. uh. I saw this article the other day about the world's tallest living dog, a Great Dane. Yeah, he just, died at he eight. Just died. Yeah, he was like uh, three feet and three quarters, three and three quarters feet or some shit. 
you know, from his uh, feet Stand, to his yeah, back. Standing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just like, you know, I love Great Danes, and I started thinking about, man, I, like I love Great Danes, but I could never just the lifespan is not enough for me, you know. And then I'm fucking sitting there, chewy. We're sitting at the dinner table, and he comes and. He knows I'm done eating, so he just plops his head on my lap, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like getting teary eyed. Just I'm like, no, you're you're fine, bud. My, <laughs> si- my sister Lisa went down and uh, moved in with my sister Tina down in Kentucky. She's had a dog. I think he's like seven or eight, but uh, like he started uh, getting sick, and he was getting super la- he was getting super labored, breathing and shit. They yeah. brought him in. He had cancer. He had bone yeah. cancer, and at that point, like there was no saving him, so they had to put him down. Like my sister, my sister Lisa's been through some shit, and he's been there with her, so it's super hard for her. But, oh, without a doubt. Um, so, and Tina's always been a dog lover. She actually, when she moved down to Kentucky, she uh, found like this business that like walks dogs. Like she could walk dogs for other people, so she did it. Just something spare time, sure. keep her busy. So after they had to put the dog down, and after the dog, his name was Opie. Oh, nice name. And uh, after like after they put him down, they, they figured my sister's like, you know, my sister Tina was like, you know what, we'll take a break from dogs. Um, Don't put that away. I'm not just setting it down. We'll take a break from dogs. This way, you know, we could, you know, if we want to go somewhere, we want to do something, you know, we're, we're, we're not held down. They went without a dog for two days and then went to a pound and got a uh, must, uh, mastiff. mastiff. Yeah. Oh, mastiff, no shit. Mastiff. Well, that's Opie was a mastiff. Yeah. So they went and found another one. My sister said that they went to, like, the city, and there was, like, all this stuff you had to go through, all this crazy shit. So basically she went out to the um, she went out to the sticks. Yeah, go out to and, a like, farm. And, and showed, showed them, like, sure. the sticks. Like, not even a farm. Just, like, went out. <laughs> rural fucking Kentucky yeah. went out to a. Uh, I drove through there a couple times. It's and fucking weird. My sister was like, you know, I got an I Basically, you just needed an ID, and that was it. She's like, is there anything else you guys want to know or check? They're like, no, here you go. So they got went two days without having a dog. I was like, I can't do this. So yeah. literally, they went out and got the a dog. Got is a so puppy. cute, man. Yeah, I love Mastiff's spot. Looks like uh, he's got some lab in him. That, but they, she said it was Mastiff. That uh, that dog that recently passed. They were talking about how much food that dog would eat. Oh. It was uh, eight cups of food a day. It was a Great Dane, or what was it? Yeah, it was yeah. a Great Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were saying like a thirty-pound bag of food every couple days. Yeah, I'm like, I no, I, I'm well, glad, I'm <laughs> glad Chewy <laughs> turned out not to be a <laughs> fucking Mastiff. Man. You know, you know what's funny about Charlie? Oh yeah, fucking cute. Yeah, Charlie's got he's so a, he's a fucking yeah. He's on this like special medicine to like just you know prolong his kidney function. He hates it. Fucking hates it. That's how Fletcher was too. They so, had Fletcher and some shit. Yeah, like that. so you'll dump a cup in there and he'll like legit look at you, and then you'll like <sighs> pick the cup back up and put a little ground beef in there and stir it around and he's like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. it's like you fucking give dick. me the good shit, bro. Yeah. You made me eat this shit. He'll just sit there and like. I'm not fucking eating this. Yeah, that's how Roman's so used to uh, Dominic just throwing shit off, like off his when he's eating. Like Dominic will literally sit there and feed him. So we have to tell because we let Roman upstairs to roam around when he's eating. And Roman now Dominic Roman doesn't have to be around, and Dominic's like putting food, like, just like throwing oh, yeah. it on the floor just to. I know give who's him coming. Something. I know who's coming. So like we got to separate him, and like Roman literally won't eat until. Like we take Dominic out of his high chair and put like yeah. shit away because then he knows he's like that's it I'm not getting nothing. Well, it, it, dude, fucking Charlie will 
Liam will like be leaning over his seat, like goofing around, and then you see Charlie come up and then tongue yeah. and just starts grabbing out of his plate. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, He's no, supposed he, to be sick. Um, he doesn't go. Uh, literally, Dominic will just like stick his hand in something and put it down. And he just giggles because they're almost oh, licking the shit out of his hand. So, but yeah, it's 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 hilarious. Now we got to yell because. Dominic won't even eat his food. He'll just start feeding Roman before he eats anything. It's like, no, it's for you. That's it's how Olivia you. is, man. She loves her dogs. She loves her dogs. But uh, let's uh, get into this little uh, so beer of the week. <clears throat> it is called Dream Skull Flurries from Pollyanne. I believe that's a Lamont, Illinois. Yeah, one of my favorite brewers now. Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. Their sours are excellent. Um, it's a wheat ale with orange and vanilla added. So it's, yeah. My childhood favorite ice cream, man. I love Dreamsicles growing up. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So yeah, we were talking about that oh, last really? week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was brought up last week. He said I, t- I taste like it. It's was I here? Orange. Was I was I here? Mentally yeah, bro, you were here. Never, it's not bad. Never really here. It, I mean, it's orangey vanilla. Like, I get it. It doesn't really remind me of Dreamsicle. No. Because it's kind of like watery. Yeah, it is. It's like watered down. Yeah. I don't just not yeah. much. There's not much to it. I mean, it is wheat ale. Um, it's only five point two. No lactose in it. That no. That's probably that's, why. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also Orange like vanilla. I think uh, it does taste like a watered down beer. The lactoses yeah. only really go in the the IPAs. Oh, right. you know. I think. I mean, from a brew like I don't know. that microphone out of Elk Grove Village, they yeah, had a Dreamsicle yeah, one. Not really. Uh, too, yeah. Too inspired by this. No. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. But we do have to try the Bear Bear from Off Color. We've had that before. No, we haven't. It just hit the shelves. Yeah, it, bro. Just, just but just it's hit. it's just. not the first time they've ever made it. Okay, well I, I got beer for it. tacos. I think that's a year round, bro. So I am gonna get another keg of that. Keep that away from <laughs> me. Boop, 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 boop. I fucking could drink forty of those. <laughs> so good. So when you get your den set up, that's your first keg. And then you'd be like, three days later, like, oh, hey, open bottle. You got another keg? <laughs> well, beer for brunch. I just can't wait till it comes back. Ooh, beer for beaches, too, man. I feel like oh, yeah. you're not you're not appreciating the beer for beaches. Well, because I feel like we hit that at the end. No, I, I got beer for beaches, like, before anything. And then the beer for brunch came out. Because yeah. the beer for beaches came out, like, mid-May. Like, right around, you know, uh, whatever that fucking holiday is. Memorial Labor Day, no Memorial. Was I right the first time? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. People that fucking sacrifice their lives and we get one day. Um. But yeah. Fucking off color brewing, man. It's the, I, I I was pipe works strong for so long. I'm like fucking pipe works, man. But then I got more into these. Th- these guys. They hit dude, some home runs too, man. In the around the bend, oh yes, dude. Mm-hmm. Those uh, acid tests, yep. and then the pistachio cream ale. I know you weren't a big fan of it. I'm oh, still... I love pistachio, bro. I love pistachios. But I love you make... pistachio jello. I love See, it all. bro, we were talking. This guy's like, what? I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, guys, you're and then you take sick. some fresh pistachio and crunch it uh, up in there. My... I actually the other day when I was out, we were making rice pudding and I couldn't find tapioca pudding anywhere because there's a huge shortage. But uh, I, I actually why. I grabbed a couple boxes. Probably like a meth ingredient. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> sucks. All the wildfires and shit. Um, massive, massive uh, yeah, shortage. That, that ruins everything. But uh, I grabbed a couple <laughs> boxes. Grabbed a couple I'm boxes sorry. of the pistachio pudding. I haven't made it yet, but. 
fuck, I used to eat Dude, this shit all the time. I'd like to keep one on the shelf for yeah. like a rainy day, where it's like I'm gonna be full glutton, just like big I, bowl. I'd be at my mom's <laughs> looking in the cabinet for something. I'd see it. I'm like, fuck it, I'm making pistachio yes. jello. It's so pudding. Good. It's, pudding. Pudding. it's jello oh, pudding. Whatever. It's not oh, jello. Well, no, it's pudding. It's delicious. Gross. So good. absolutely delicious. So good. And Freaks. then if you could actually have some real pistachios, grind them up and like put them in there. So. Oh, because so they'll put a couple good. little itsy bitsies yeah. in there, but it's like, is that even a real pistachio? Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's rat shit. <laughs> it's like fucking. <laughs> it's a shell. It's a shell. They gr- they ground it. They ground it down. <laughs> it's the <laughs> dude. If you if you have you ever had, if, are you just saying you don't like it, or have you ever ever had? You never tried it. Pudding? You never tried it. Never yeah. tried it. It's delicious. You think yeah. we rocked fucking pistachio? Put Jello in my house. Pudding in my dude, house. Right. Like Twenty nine no. cents. Shit. Still too too expensive. <laughs> that wasn't until my teenage years, bro. It wasn't until my teenage years. Yeah, when my mom They didn't have a pistachio when we were fucking. So, uh, my old man guys. just bought the huge thing of sherbet ice cream from like the generic kind. Dude, the like, Aldi, the yeah. Aldi gallon. He's bro. like, that's your dessert. The gallons. That's all we used to have. The swirl. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. once in a while, yeah. once in a while, I get hooked up with the. Uh, the eclairs from Aldi. The, oh yeah, the fifty pack. Yeah, those Ooh, are delicious. And you let them like get almost thawed. But, yeah, because you can't. They're obviously frozen. You gotta let them thaw out, and then that once Ooh, they're thawed out, though, they gotta, my God, they gotta dude, go. It's like Tic Tacs, just pop, 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 and pop, we pop, did, pop, we, pop. And I remember my dad used to get this fucking huge can of beef barley soup. It was so fucking disgusting, but it was like something we always had. Like now, I, even if there's I a good beef, so bad for you. Now, if there's even a good beef barley <laughs> soup, I don't fucking eat it. I know what you're dude, talking about though, because like, it it brought up childhood memories. Yeah, for and me, dude, man. it was a huge fucking for some can. reason split pea soup. Oh, so oh, nasty! Oh, love split pea soup, dude. My old that fucking that shit was a staple it's in so that dumbass Southside Irish. Dude, family. I guess Meredith. It's just a Meredith's, lower class Southside thing. I think Meredith's mom makes. I guess everybody loves the one she makes, but when she makes it, I don't. I, don't. I, I tried making it once, and I botched it so bad. I almost hate it with you guys. <laughs> well, you gotta. Uh, I'll get Meredith's mom's recipe for you. Well, I just remember like going in the freezer and there'd be like ham bones. Yeah. I'd be like, come on, how many times are we gonna eat this shit? <laughs> well, that's how it was with us. Like, uh, it was always the same shit it, all the time. Man. So, no, so never like, like that. But that you, beef uh, it was like it reminds me of the beef barley soup. It's like shit. the idea of like this is a cheap meal, right? I grew up. My grandma would feed me lunch, rye bread, and she put this gelatinous type thing on the bread and then put mustard on top and I'd eat it because I was four and I didn't know any better but I learned what it is I watched her make it the one time when I was like a little bit older just a fat off of something pig's feet (laughs) oh Oh, yeah so she would fucking boil pig's feet with like celery onion carrots and it was the fat that roasted the top it was only the fat Only the fat, and then she would pour it into a tray and then put it in the fridge and then, like, pull the the meat off. Yeah. And then with all the veggies. So then, like, the next day, it's all cooled and it's a clear gelatin, and she would put it on the bread and, like... You definitely have heart disease. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Those palpitations are those sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah. Your arteries are closing. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude, it, it, you know, fucking liver sausage sandwiches when I was a kid. Dude. Oh, yeah. dude, I still love that. Dude, I can't the Oscar Mayer brand, I'm oh, sorry. I can't do liver sausage. Thank you, God. I, was, I, was, I felt so weird. Like, it's like, bringing that's that. like one, of my, one of my dad comes in town. We take him to somewhere. Like, uh, like take him to a restaurant, plain. and I, like he'll get liver and onions at a restaurant. That's different. I can't um, do that. No, shit. the liver sausage. But, like, liver sausage is like an Americanized pate. Yeah. I you still know, can't hey. do it. 
Pate. Your wife? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <coughs> Rona. It's still there. Oh, well. Shows up when I laugh too hard. <clears throat> Shows up in the weirdest ways. I'll be sitting so there, I'll be my, like, what is this headache? My mom yeah. told us, she used to tell us like it was steak back in the day, and it was just liver and shit like that. My my mom would fucking, like, anytime she'd do, like, turkey or chicken, she'd buy the whole chicken, she'd pull the gizzards and fucking fry it up with onions. I'm like, you're such a dirty European. Yeah. That's well, why she died so fast. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> half the shit my mom... Well, you just don't send me a picture of her on that park bench. Said it was. It wasn't. That's why I can't trust anything. Mother. It's steak and those fucking liver patties and shit. Made you better. Um... Can't do that. So, on our last episode, we talked about our predictions for the playoffs. Um, I told you guys Chiefs were going to take I it. I was fucking wrong on both accounts. <laughs> but we are right on fucking McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, Fuckers. dude. Fucking McGregor, dude. Got, but, dude, that leg kick that... Oh yeah, my he, God. he was wearing him out with that, man. Did you see that picture the next day? Him limping around and shit? No, no. He, he, sent the, he put a picture on, on uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. On Instagram where, it, dude, like... It looked like he had a growth. Yeah. Well, he said he he thought he was checking him, and he was not. So I saw something too, where it's like, um, like they were both super cool after the fight. Connor gave him all the props in the world. Um, when he was suited but there up, was though, one. Um, his wife came, uh, Poirier's wife, and was like, went and talked to Connor afterwards, and he's like, she, basically, she said, you know, well, awesome fight. He's like, your husband did a great job. Blah 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 blah. And she was like, well, you, you, you've you opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people right now, and blah, blah, blah. He was like, he, he was like, well, thank you. But he's like, you know, and he kept just telling her how good of a job her husband did. And, you know, this whole time, like, he – it's not like one of the times where he's, like, blamed it on himself. Like, it's this, you know, I didn't do this. I didn't prepare this way, you know, where, he, where he's he lost. He what he did right. Where, where he's lost other fights, that's what he says. This fight, he's like, no, he was just a better man. It got me, and, we'll, you know, do it again. I, I think Connor fucked himself by taking that long break. Oh, absolutely. And he put a shitload of muscle on before the fight. Then he had to cut that. Yeah. And then what are you really cutting? Yeah. I, I think, but, yeah, especially you're going to be away that long. But instead it's instead of taking away something. from Poirier, Poirier's game plan was fucking perfect. Yeah. Take away Connor's legs because Connor is a fucking powerhouse punch type mm-hmm. you know, fighter. Him down. Nobody, nobody even thought he was going to take you, him down. But if you take away the legs from Connor... Where does all of his power come from? It comes from his legs. Yeah. If and he that's doesn't have weight to throw on, dude, yeah. he's going to get fucking... And that's what I told you guys, too, before the last fight. I mean, their last fight... I mean, Connor's gotten a couple good... Uh, he's gotten bloody a few times, but that last fight he had with him, uh, Poirier... I mean, he gave him some fucking shots for the last uh, fight. Not a joke. That's why. That's why I said that. That last fight. That's one of the most hits I've seen Connor ever taken. I mean, he was fighting a lot back then, so he was able to take him. Yeah, I think. um, But every fighter gets to that point to where their jaw just fails. Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Oh, dude. Without a doubt. Chuck Chuck Liddell Liddell used to Matt Hughes. Yeah. um, All of them. BJ Penn. Yeah. Yeah. They just get to that age and just... Where it's like you go from stone jaw to fucking glass jaw yeah. overnight. Well, it's probably that you've had a couple concussions. Your brain yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. isn't right. normal. And then, too, you probably like, got that, you know, like where your nerve is that goes down here where you get hit and it, like, cuts that nerve off for a split second. You probably got a bunch of scar tissue floating around there that just makes it easier to fucking yeah. pinch. What, yeah. I, what I'm not happy about the UFC, though, is you, you have these champions and then they just walk away. 
I can't stand that. It's like... <clears throat> I think they walk away because of the shit deals that these oh. fighters constantly get. Like, So what What don't you like about them walking away? Like, you I just want don't, them to defend it? or At least defend it. Right, okay. Like, at least the interim champion bullshit, it's just like how bad boxing got. Right. You had all these great boxers, and then you had interim belts See, and this but, and that. Like, and you, the, the weight class is pretty much the same as what you're talking about with the with boxing it's there's such a huge influx of these fighters you know so it's it's a over fucking uh saturated oversaturated market for these type of fighters yeah and that, i get that well, but yeah that but, weight but, class. But, but even what pat's saying is like i mean these guys should come back and at least defend it but i mean to a certain extent like if it's somebody that just won the belt absolutely but it's somebody's like khabib or like somebody like that that's nobody's beaten and they want to walk away it's a that's a i but but khabib just I mean, come on. I don't like how the many, whole, I'm doing this for Jesus. How many, how many times have Khabib fought in the UFC, though? Under a dozen. Yeah, but yeah. he's had so many fights before he even Yeah, but got he's still there. crazy young. Right. Yeah. Like, you should still have to, like, there, there's got to be, like, okay. There should be a shorter yeah, window just, just, for the belt to be lapsed and, like, taken yeah. away. But just because, he, I mean, he's had so many fights up to that point. What is he, like, he's only 39 had, and 0 or some fucking crazy, stupid bullshit? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I get what you're saying, but like some of those guys, like the one guy, um, the fight before Connor, he knocked out that dude. His record was like twenty something and two. Like at that point, this, that was his first UFC fight, it, and at that point, he's already had twenty five professional fights, and that's not even how many you know unranked ones that he wasn't professional at yet. And I mean, yeah. at a certain age, that shit, those fights add up. And <clears throat> if you've already made your coin, and you don't think anybody's there to challenge you. I get the whole argument, though, of uh, the way your professional record in the MMA kind of lapses, you know, from one league to the next. Yeah, I mean... I think there should be more of a, you know, with the boxing league, it's... There's, like... You you have to get a professional card. Right, exactly. There should be more of a process to get into the UFC instead of, like, Dana White. Like, I'm going to give you a shot. Yeah, and I'm going to let you go... On this pay-per-view, get your fucking head kicked in. Right. And we're going to send you away with a $10,000 right. check. Right. That's dog shit. And there if, was you get, one if you get fight the night, we'll give you an extra ten grand. Yeah. There was one dude that or just, 15 they or showed a video. like he, he, won, he won his fight, but he was almost in tears after the fight. And they interviewed him afterwards because he was almost in tears because he didn't get the fight of the night. And since he didn't get, get I, the fight. I remember of the, that fight, yeah. Because he didn't get the fight of the night, that means he had to go to work the next day. Yep. Yeah. Let me see that later. And that's uh, that's I mean that's the whole the Poirier thing. He's really pissed off about that whole situation too. Like, there's nobody better than me in this division right now, but because Khabib is holding the belt, yeah, I'm not getting paid, <laughs> right? And I get that. Like, you sh- like when it comes to the NBA, it comes to the NFL, it comes to the MLB, the best players are getting paid. Well, when it comes to the MMA. You could be a better fighter, but because you're not known like these guys, and that's why I kind of went. I'm going to go back on the whole, like there should be more of a uh, fucking. I was wondering why I t- tapped your shoulder when you're looking <laughs> at him while he's talking. Well, because you're. I'm, I'm <laughs> listening. I'm right no, here, no, no, motherfucker. No. Hey, buddy. Bringing up the old point about like you know uh, so you it should be one like know. instead of like carrying over these leagues and like this is the professional record. I think there should be more of a. This is what it is. 
got to get your card or you know you got to get become a prof- professional fighter instead of like all these sub-tier professional fights which yeah. they're not because obviously the UFC is the upper echelon that's where everybody wants to get to to possibly make Conor McGregor money you know what i'm saying so that's where Poirier is coming off of he he's but Poirier's been there forever it's not like Right, but he's a but, he's not a fucking shit talker like Conor McGregor. He just sits there, he trains, he works hard, he goes in, he beats the fuck out of people. Well, and but like what the UFC did try to do within like the, I want to say the last two years is almost make like jersey slash like team gear. I think Reebok took it. Yeah, Reebok took it. And like they three and they years ago. fucking just bombed it. Yeah, the shit came out horrible. It was so basic, dude. It was horrible. You want like kids to. Yeah, you want people to, like, wear their like, shit. I mean, I'm not going to buy a fucking, you know, some tight pant- shorts. And you're not going to wear, like, a... If you want to wear Sell a... Sell it to the kids, yeah, man. And, and, and if you're going to want to wear, a, like, a uh, Conor McGregor jersey, cool. Or, like, a warm-up jersey or something, muscle tee or whatever they wear. Whatever. That's cool. Don't have it gold and silver and right. fucking obnoxious. Three colors. <laughs> yeah, it was ignite, like it, perfect saying it. It was not obnoxious. Remember how much cooler the UFC gear was when it was fucking Affliction and all that? Like, you could have it whatever you wanted it to be. Whoever sponsors you, you got a cool... I mean, it got a little bit out of control and that shit yeah. got, like, fucking distasteful. But right. in the beginning, man, like, when the first fucking, like, Affliction shirts came out, man, everybody wanted well, Yeah, and it was, like, the tap-out brand. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. had but it. But now it's just, oh, navy blue, white, yeah. red, you but, know? But with my thing was going... So, like, I think the NBA was the first one to do it to give the players portions of that. The jersey sales in, like, the 80s. Yeah. I, I, I want... Because, like, they knew... That the salaries were going to get so much, and they couldn't just constantly yeah, constantly paid out. Yeah, so they gave portions of ticket sales and jerseys and everything like that. Right. That's where the UFC is dropping the ball on this. Yeah, for sure. And now they don't have anyone in the fucking stands. Yeah. Come on, where, where's your profit revenue coming from? Right. It's coming from pay per view. Yeah. And Dana White has literally said they're not going to share it unless it's a fucking conor mcgregor khabib fight right. then those two fighters those two fighters get a chunk all right and now yeah. they're not even in i mean the ufc is not even owned by the originals or you uh dana white's not even a part of it no so they dana white really doesn't care what happens to the ufc right. or his fighters now no, he, he got a huge fucking chunk a billion dollars i yeah. think yeah it, it was it was something ridiculous but that is i mean there should be some sort of standard for like these guys that, are, that you know have so many fights that are in their you know training fucking months before their fights, and then all of a sudden you know you got to go go to work the next day because you didn't you didn't get fight of the night. But right. yet you know the UFC is just making a shit ton of money because now you know they signed on with ESPN Plus, so all their fights are on ESPN. Um, you know they're getting a huge chunk from that, and you know nothing trickles down to those fighters, which is you know why they're there in the first place yeah and ufc gets a cut of all the bullshit advertising on the ring and the fucking whatever the camera touches yeah that goes in the ufc pocket oh yeah whatever the dumb shit they wear on their trunks which is barely anyone anymore because the ufc went and bought that like they gobbled those advertisements up for themselves yeah so now those fighters have to go to fucking you know whatever this kind of boxing glove or these kind of fucking shorts or whatever yeah it's just and if the guys can't market themselves they're fucked right Exactly, and like and like uh, Poirier, he's, he's not a huge talker. You know, that's where Connor, 
Connor's a great fighter. He's not one of the greatest fighters to ever fight, but as far as like marketing, the guy's a fucking genius. Yeah. He's a genius. That's the reason why he's made so much money. I mean, and the fact that he's a great fighter has knocked out a lot of people, but he's at where he's at because of his mouth. You know, that's why I got all the attention. That's why, you know, he is where he's at, you know, just the way he's marketed himself. Yeah. It's just a weird time for those guys because, you know, say they, whatever, MGM or wherever they're fighting all the time, say 25,000 the gate, you know, 25,000 fans. All right. They were getting a chunk of that. Oh, yeah. And now there's nothing. All right. Now that's exactly, that's why, like, what are they fighting for? You know, measly paycheck unless they get, you know, knockout of the night or submission, you know, then they're just... They're getting pennies on the dollar. And when you still you th- you think about it, you gotta you got all you got your whole team. You got coaches. You got this. You gotta pay. Sure. It. You gotta pay everybody. Yeah. You know. And there's no way the UFC is doing as good as it was pre March fifteenth. Right. Yeah. No way. There's just no way. Yeah. But like I said, Dana White doesn't give a fuck because he doesn't care now if it goes under. Why would yeah. he care? No. And, and not only that, just because they aren't probably doing as, as as good as they are, there's a lot of guys that are taking more fights more often where you know they're probably not getting um you know doing the right training and all that other stuff and not giving themselves a you know good enough time for a break to fucking rehab their bodies and other shit and who knows what's going to happen on the end of it just because they got to make their money they're taking way more fights taking way more beating instead of you know training and taking a break well i think the fucked up thing is uh ends me yeah but now on top of that with all the health stuff and all like the protocols and what mcgregor was uh, banned for eight months for fighting because of his leg. Oh, I don't know. I, I want to say he he cannot fight for eight months. Oh, I haven't read. So that that's that's another fucking eight months for the guy. Right. So <laughs> say they do. They they already said they're going to do round three. Right. Yeah. It. So still doing the rubber things. match. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> it's it's crazy. You, you make so much money off of literally those guys' blood, sweat, and tears, and then fucking. Dana White like laughs in their face. Yeah, yeah unless you're like the top. You need to get rid of him as the face of yeah. this. Uh... Unless you're the top five percent of fighters. Yeah, and, and you anything. you you want to know what's really going on because there there's like ringside uh, replays and stuff that you could see fighters. Even Khabib did it. He went over to Dana White and it was like, "You send me a real contract this time." Yeah, and not a fake one. So what the fuck is going on behind closed doors? Right. Um, he, he's, he's, well, scumbag. he's probably promising all this shit, and then when push comes to shove, it's like, well, you know, this is what I could offer now. But you know, give me another good fight, and then this is this is what we'll get. We'll get you, yeah. Type shit. I, I think um, for the UFC, it's obviously the mecca of MMA. It's still a baby. Like this came out when I was 13 years old, and I was watching UFC one. You know, like it's not a very old sport. No. So a lot of things have changed over time, and this is just a part of the process of watching this sport change. And I think we're going to see some like gray areas over time. Like This is one of them. I think the whole transition where uh, Dana White, you know, was pretty much bought out. He's got a, you know, small fucking uh, stock in it. But I think they're gonna fucking learn. It's it's a multi billion dollar corporation. It's gonna fucking you're gonna go through these hiccups, jumping through hoops. But I think in the next ten fifteen years, this is gonna be 
what boxing was in the early 1900s, where this is all it is. It's just the UFC. It's not going to be because the uh, the UFC bought up the WEC what 10, 12 years ago because they were like the next biggest threat. So they were like, "Fuck it, we'll just buy them out. We'll take all their uh, bantam weights and uh... yeah." But like, what stops? It's like um yeah, but what's his face McCarthy? He's got they got their uh, what's that other one they got? They, there's one that uh, I mean you're gonna have the the smaller things, but you're not gonna call them professional. Yeah, but oh, like no, those ones are definitely professional. They they're on TV. They well, got but contracts. But what I'm what I'm what, what I'm saying is I think there's gonna be a point where you kind of eliminate that, and it's gonna be like either amateur or professional. And professional sure. should be UFC. But I, th- I the pers- way the bo- like the boxing league is. I think yeah. it's pride they got. Or- right. Well, you got pride that's really popular overseas. Uh, it's crazy popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and you could use steroids and shit. You could you do whatever you want. Head headbutt. Yeah, but fucking- <laughs> I I personally think all it's going to take is a Conor McGregor or a uh, John Jones or uh, even like a, a Poirier to go fuck this. I'm starting my own league and I'm going to let my guys have teams and get signed on by. Monsters gonna fucking sponsor me the whole time, or this, it uh, uh, the fucking skateboarder did it, Deerdeck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did his own shit. Yeah, and and now and that, that skate, like uh, not skate, but the park stuff. He runs his own tours on that. Yeah, but like, remember when X Games that dude's and stuff? So was, fucking smart yeah. when it dude, comes to business, <laughs> right? And that's what was driving him nuts. And X Games and all those like Mountain Dew things. The skaters weren't making any money. It was all the sponsorships were making right. money. So he said, fuck this, and he signed everybody. Yeah. And then they do their own thing, and all those guys get tons of money now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Daredeck or whatever, or whatever his yeah. fucking yeah, name is. Yeah, you're saying it right, Daredeck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He makes – so what is stopping Conor McGregor, a multi-multi, hundreds of millionaire Opening guy? Opening up a bunch of fucking gyms and recruiting people. Well, not even that. Just, and just having a platform to fight on. It's, absolutely, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that well, that's what John McCarthy and then uh, the old announcer that used to be with Joe Rogan. There's another one in the United States. I'm trying to look it up right now. It's another league that they're. It's in the United States, and I mean they're nowhere near as big as them. But they're. That's what they did. There's a couple guys that went over and started their own thing. Yeah, but because and not to cut you off, Dave, but when when the UFC and Dana White signs you, it's for like five fights of dog shit money. If that, if that. Well, Sometimes think, you're a fill-in fight and you whatever. get one shot. Right. And if you fucking lose, right. <laughs> you're back to fucking Bell- chopping onions in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> At Bellator. Oh, Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, that's been for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bellator's been around for a yeah, while. Yeah. But it's never really... like. I, well, John McCarthy uh, went over there. There's a bunch of refs that went over there. Showtime, uh, the right? Is that a Showtime there. thing? Bellator? No, they're on... They, uh, they were for a while. Can you imagine, back in the day. Can you imagine if like HBO Monster fucking bang... And someone else went got together and were like, you know what? Fuck this UFC fuck Dana and pay per and Dana ball White, fat fuck. Right, we're <laughs> Too gonna scared do, to get in the ring. You right, piece of shit. We're gonna take two hundred million dollars. We're gonna sign guys to a hundred thousand dollar a year contract, and you, that guarantees you at least you have to fight one time, and then the bonus is on top of that, and then you get to sign with whatever fucking marketing guy that you want. Yeah. So now you have a guy that could be making a quarter of a million dollars a year doing one fight and just being halfway decent. I, and I think, like, there should be stages of, like, say, card fights, you know? Like, okay, we got a pay-per-view event. If you're the main card fighter, you make this minimum. It should almost be, like, unionized. You know, yeah. like, should be, like, a base pay. You know, if you're prelims, I sure. I, I, I don't expect you to make anywhere yeah, near no. because you're trying to prove yourself. Right. Show yourself that you have talent. 
and then you can fucking work your way up the ranks. But there's not there's my whole argument is that there isn't that system. It, the system is Dana White's a douchebag, and he gets to decide on your fate. It's like, you know, it's like when he came out and was like talking shit to all the streamers. Dude, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna fucking uh, you're gonna you're gonna go ahead try. It. I dare you. I dare you. We're gonna catch you. Yeah. 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 Blowjob. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. He, he's such it. a beat off, and I love that X fighters are coming out and just fucking roasting him. Yeah, mm. ripping him. Yeah, because he. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole. You know, you got these all these fucking con- conglomerates for companies that are getting bashed on. Like Google, everybody thought like, "Oh my god, Google, Google, Google," and then people are like, "They're fucking sexist, right?" You know, yeah. like. Treat your fucking employees well, man. They're <laughs> yeah. the ones that are making you... Fu- Otherwise, they're going to fucking shit on you. Especially, it's 2021. Yeah, dude. Fucking, and how about Reddit? Dude, oh, like, yes. just awesome. fucking rolling into it. that I shit. It. That I is fucking it. great. I, mean, I, I can't believe we're an hour in. It's just being touched now. Oh, man. That was amazing. That's fucking awesome. I, that's a good roll in. Good conversation, conversation, Pete. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then that company uh, that talked... Um, that was buying the trying Robin to Hood? short stock. No, the other one, the one that was actually bought the short oh, stock. The, the hedge fund. The hedge yeah. Fund, yeah. They, they wrote about it and they, they recently said, come out and said that they're not writing about any other companies they're trying to buy to do the short stock on. Yeah. The short sell on. And it was fucking awesome. They're like, it's, it's like a 70 or $80 billion. And it's funny because the two companies um, that were trying to short sell them lost all this money and then there was a couple other hedge funds that got together and got them an additional three billion dollars and within a day that three billion dollars was gone and now that hedge fund is ca- um i'll look it we up should, the, you, you, we should get the government to write them six hundred dollar checks you know what's right. funny uh, give them a six hundred dollar check essentially and then, and then they shut it down there's there's like so many class action lawsuits against robin hood robin hood and other markets that that stop uh, people from selling them well um, ken ken griffith out of seidel or whatever. He's out of Chicago. He, dude, people from Chicago knew who he was because he's the biggest hedge fund guy here. The world knows who he is now. Um, <laughs> I love it. He's the richest dude in Illinois, right? Yeah, Melvin yeah. Capital is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, so there's, it, let me read this to you because this is, well, it's a, it's a little lengthy, but it's, can, it basically, can you sum it up? <laughs> it, it's, it's basically exactly what happened with this whole thing, if, if you don't know. Um, Basically, they tried doing. Let me see. Find it. Uh, it just went to Pornhub on accident. No. <laughs> what the fuck Chicks was with it? dicks. What? <laughs> Tranny oh, queen. Person. <laughs> what the fuck? No, but basically, what they tried to do is, here it is GameStop here was it going is right under, here. so yeah, they wanted said, to fucking short sell the stock. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Right. So it uh, says. Um, Can, Melvin Capital wrote out a douchey article about how the smart investment move would be to short sell game stock. To simply put it, short selling is essentially gambling that a stock stock's price will drop. If it does, you make money. If it doesn't, you end up paying out money for however much it is. So they bought a, a whole bunch of money, system. and then went, they wrote an article about it. So these guys on Reddit got together and said, hey, let's drive this, this stock up. So since Melvin was trying to uh, short, stock, uh, short the stock at a price of $20 per share... WSB, which is what the guy's name is on Reddit, Wall Street or, or Beats, the, the group, yeah, right, wanted yeah. to get it as high as possible, as humanly possible. They got possible. shut down by Reddit. They got it up to about two hundred dollars per share. This what? means that Reddit Ooh. had to cover over one hundred eighty dollars per share they bought. This came out to bi- billions. Melvin Capital overnight 
was suddenly facing bankruptcy. Think about that. A bunch of self-identified degenerates on a fucking website were able to tank a fucking hedge fund. And then, um, till the point, point seventy two, another hedge fund teamed up with a few other little funds, and they injected around $3 billion into Melvin Capital to keep them from spiraling. Essentially, this meant that billionaire hedge fund crew were banding together to fight, fight back against Wall Street bets. And basically, they lost it because today the stock for GameStop was up at three hundred and twenty dollars per I, share. The three billion they were given, it's gone. They're still fucked. Point seventy two gave a little over a billion of the, what they injected, and that means that fund dropped from seventeen billion to sixteen billion. That means within less than twenty four hours, that WSB fucked two hedge funds. But the great thing is, and this is what I love about it. That's the backing they had to try to survive, say three billion dollars, and these motherfuckers just kept pumping their, <laughs> you know, ten dollars, a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks against this thing. Yes, unified, and they fucking won. Yeah, fucking eat the, the rich. The, the thing I love about this shows younger generations because now this hits every platform possible. Oh, yeah. This is on everything right now. This is the talk of the town. What I love about this, this shows the younger generations how corrupt the system is. That it's not yeah. the value of a fucking product. It's what you're fucking willing to put into the fucking system. Well, it's like it's like saying a piece of art. It, it, it's, it's almost saying, like, we bought this for 80 bucks, but some jag-off fucking rich guy comes in here and says... We should get for- Mike Habs to sign this and say it's price- priceless, and then we get an insured for fucking $250,000, mm. and then my house burns. Yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect... And I'm in the this burning is- house, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Holding him. Holding your low fucking reggae... Mo- yeah, I'm is, going down with the ship. <laughs> in another paragraph, it's like, we're, what we're watching here with Game Stocks is a bunch of rich people who are getting fucking wrecked, purely for entertainment, by the kind of middle class and poor people they regularly lobby against and treat like this. This eat the rich via phone app and the damn the man with the meme stock. It's fucking beautiful. It really is. And this is what they've been doing for, you know, hundreds of years, you know, fucking us out of it. And then finally, like, we get enough people to do something, and all of a sudden they're they're crying that you know they're getting fucked. It's like no. Well, the great thing they, is it's because of the the, it's because of them because of what that what happened in two thousand eight, and now they're getting a taste of their own fucking medicine. The problem sh- the problem for all of this though is if it goes really fucking completely belly up, like the whole market, guess who's gonna bail them out? Yeah, but we the, are. But here's the thing though, and this is what they'll tell you: at the end of the day. Well, some point in time, people have to realize that the market doesn't control Main Street. Right. Wall Street doesn't control Main Street. Right. No, it doesn't. But that's what they lead people to believe. Right. Like and if a motherfucker wants to, if if downtown Chicago needs a new high rise, they're gonna build a goddamn high rise. Yeah. Doesn't. It, I don't care if the fucking Wall if Wall Street's down ten thousand points. Right. Like if you already have the oh, holy fuck, you're the, the Wall Street collapsing isn't gonna change somebody's no. plans. Guess no. where guess where Matthew Matthew Stafford's going? The Bears. LA Rams. And Rams and the Rams are giving him Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff sucks. I know, but if that guy goes on the dude, Rams, I would take Rams okay, first off, f- with, I would dude, take Jared Goff over okay, fucking so I, I didn't I didn't mean to I no, didn't, don't like me, no, me. I don't I didn't mean to break up what we were talking about. Just no, no, cuz I was trying to find that's, some That's more, a good highlight. I, I like was that. trying to find some more information on that. Um, no, but what the fuck was I saying? Oh, the great thing about a hedge fund collapsing. Hedge funds like a, a person can't get into a hedge fund by uh, governmental rules unless you're like valued at like 1.5 million right so that I'm hedge fund hedge fund anytime soon yeah so that hedge fund now has to answer 
to all these fucking rich pricks. Right. How did average Joe Malibu. beat you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I gave you all this money. Right. But the great thing is a lot of these hedge funds and these people are out leveraged themselves 10 to 1, 20 oh, to 1. Oh, absolutely. Which means, they're, yeah, they're worth 1.5 million. But and assets. Right, in assets, but they're right. cash poor. Right, exactly. Because I, this hedge fund is making half, them ton. Right. Half their money's I, in uh, the market. Yeah. Right. And uh, now they just lost half their right. wealth. <laughs> Fuck a you. A lighthearted story I actually read this morning. Um, we don't want to hear it. We're talking about fucking hedge funds here, bro. No, this this goes in, uh, this goes in play okay. with it. Okay. Um, I'm just kidding. This kid for his sixth yes. or seventh oh, yeah. birthday 12. got 10. 10 or 12. Well, no, birthday. he's 12 now, and he's okay. selling them out. He sold them out. Yeah, his for, for his like sixth or seventh birthday, he, he got like 10 four. shares at $6 yeah. a piece. He made like four grand yeah. or something. <laughs> I'm like, way to go, my guy. Fucking yeah. learn how the system is, bro. He just cashed it. it all in. Dude, that shit fucking had me smiling, man. Good for him, man. Yeah, I'm trying. I've read. And a he lot. had the check. He had the GameStop check, dude. Fucking like he got paid. I'm like, good for you, my guy. Yeah, I. You know, there's just gonna be. There's got to be some new regulation or something's going out. You know, because there was there was whispers saying, you know, the White House, you know, said, you know, stop selling these stocks and blah blah blah. Robinhood came out and said that they were short on money, so they got an influx of a couple billion dollars overnight. So they opened it up. I get you know, what you're saying. Regulation wise, like there shouldn't be. No, I'm just a, saying an opportunity for Robinhood. No, I'm per just say to stop the sale. Right. All I'm saying is that the rich are gonna rich and the government is gonna come out a way to, to make sure that this doesn't happen to them again and right, regular for sure, people for are sure. gonna get fucked. For sure. But I, I don't think there's no way the White House came out and said that. Oh, I, I mean, maybe the SEC or something, but fuck the SEC. It was, it was, the, the, it was behind SEC the scenes. It was behind the scenes. So God, you know, supposedly. Yeah. But I don't want to tell you about the SEC right now. Uh, I can't remember where I was going with this, but it, it's just it's just you know a very small group of people at the end of the day, very small group of millionaires. But God damn it, I love that they're fucking hurt. Oh yeah, and the, what that, I shared that um, that video of that old rich guy where, he, where he's saying we you know first. First of all, he's like coming out motherfucking everybody that's doing this, and all of a sudden he realizes what he's saying. He's like, "We got to work together, not not against each other." It's like some old fucking rich dude that's like sounds like an old conservative. That yeah, like. he is. <laughs> I, I, th- I shared it to you on fucking. But in, like, Instagram here, here's my some... whole thing. They they talk about like um, cycles in the uh, in the economy, whether it be housing. For sure. Whatever. And it, it always has to fall apart every 10 years. It's just the bubble you, that's popping. It's that not it's, the bubble that's, that's popping. It's not regulated. It's that they're not making their 8% a year anymore. Right. So they got to stop it because it's going too high. Right. You want to work together? That, Fuck you, that, motherfucker. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's like these regulations that show up like because they found a fucking hole that they well, can fucking. It's not even that. It's like no regulations. And it's like, hey, guys. Uh, the the stock market kind of plateaued. These, these these middle class people are starting to invest again. They're buying bass boats and fucking having a good life. Right. They're right. Uh, too much. We, we need, can't let them get to our right. area. Let's right. throw a grenade in there. Yeah, we need to make sure whether they're depending on yeah. us. Or I did see. We're feeding them. Fucking. I did see one thing to the hedge funds. He's like, "Hey man, where's your bootstraps? Pull yourself up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. Absolutely. Gotta love them bootstraps, bro. And then I saw that one thing, and I posted on my Facebook. It's like. If you guys think of like banding together to like pop a oh, hedge fund, <laughs> you guys should hear about this thing called unionizing. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's perfect. And then I was like, blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it talking about God <laughs> or your God, which would be Satan? Satan. 
Um, I, I actually now that we're talking about Satan, real quick, <laughs> I came across this shirt that I want to get. It's called uh, "I'm Gay for Satan." <laughs> Oh, uh, I would wear that every podcast, bro. If we fucking recorded, dude, that's too funny. I love Gay it for Satan. So, anyways, uh, we we kind of went astray here a little bit. Um, so I, I, st- I started off this conversation with uh, me making horrible picks in football. Oh. <laughs> so, well, yeah, go ahead. Speaking so, of football, Stafford's going to the Rams. Stafford's going to the Rams, and that's why I'm, I'm kind of hanging on to that because you brought that up. So, I'm a fucking idiot for betting against a legend and a future legend, you know? Um, And I'm going to say that so I could talk about Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I already know what you're going to talk about. Do you guys think he shit the bet a little bit? Fuck no, 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 man. I think his receivers did. They dropped plenty of his, passes. His receivers. And his offensive line gave him no chance to fucking I'm just, throw I'm, anybody. I just want to see your points of views. I, my I point just, of view is you got a fucking offense that scored 80% in the red zone, and you fucking kick a field goal and <laughs> yes. give it back to Brady with three goddamn minutes left. Yes. Fuck that coach. Yeah, that was, sure. that, but there was, even before and that. And he went for two in the fucking previous touchdown. What yeah, the fuck? There was uh, a Retard. lot of drop catches um, from some of those receivers, a couple of them in the end zone. And um, Aaron Rodgers didn't have much time to throw. He was hurried and sacked more in that game than he was probably all year. Yeah. Um, so I, I got a love-hate relationship for Tom Brady. Like, his early years, I'm like, fuck Tom Brady, man. He fucking ruins every goddamn Super Bowl because it's him in there winning it, you know? So I'm like, fuck you. And maybe it's just a little bit of the hate that we can never get a Tom Brady for the Chicago Bears. But at the end of the day, like they I, had their chance. I, I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, I was on the sideline. Rod- like <laughs> I was there, and they fucked it up. When when you <laughs> I was on the stand throwing fucking that big skin, <laughs> like look at me, we were <laughs> playing catch. When you watch Aaron Rodgers, I feel like Aaron Rodgers could be put in the category of Peyton Manning of just like the way he is systematically perfected in the in the backfield there, where he could just like a little sidestep, fucking 25 yard pass. But I he's got to have the best deep ball out there. But I also want to keep. Yes. I also want to keep him in the fucking uh, in the field of Peyton Manning, where he just can't finish a game. I don't but think it's no, Aaron Rodgers. No, no, it, no it's no. not I necessarily. I don't agree with that. I, I, but I could also put Dan Marino in that category too. Even though I never really got to watch him play, I think it's uh, it's the curse of a fucking legendary quarterback where you can never really get draft picks that you need. To make a team better, you're I always think, kind of middle of the field. I think no. Dan Marino's biggest problem was Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's that fucking dolphin, dude. Fuck no, you, man. No. I, I, <laughs> and then he's up on the board like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That, that game so dumb. That game went so down. Good. That that game went down to his uh, bad calling from the coaches and and his receivers uh. dropped some balls. That's what that game come down to. Well, so the coaching error was going for the two. Right. Because you were still gonna need two Dude, scores. That was so in the first, right. Yeah. And then what it came down to was you gave Tom Brady the ball back with yeah. all of his timeouts plus a two minute warning at three minutes left. It's not what? gonna give you the ball back. No, no, no absolutely you not. You go for it. Okay, but if but your defense, is, all, all I'm saying is on what what Dave just said. How like you know, is he's the one that can't you know finish the games or whatever it is. It, most of the times, it's not Tom or it's it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's his receivers or play, and it's not even the play calling. It's like I, 
Aaron Rodgers is probably one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Absolutely. I, so I put him as, in the... as far as like the whole Peyton Manning like can't finish games or is not a winner, I think a lot of that has to do with play calling and, and the guys put around him because that guy, I fucking hate the Packers and I hate fucking Aaron Rodgers, but you got to respect the guy. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks I of our I lifetime. Don't, I don't hate the Packer, Packers and I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't, all, I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That ball, that The only reason why I hate, hate him is because he's on the Packers. Sure, that, but I that, don't even hate the Packers. Like oh, I, no, I, I the like Packers. I hate the Packers because I'm a Bears fan. Right. But I don't really hate the Packers, man. They are like that systematically built fucking team that is they're always going to be contenders. They're the St. Louis Cardinals of football. Oh my god, <laughs> they're, Matt, they're I'm always glad in you it. Finally, put some input <laughs> into this podcast. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, but yeah, no, that is a perfect dude. Oh my god, did yeah, you see absolutely. who fucking? The Cardinals got dude, that kid from the Colorado. Arenado, bro. Oh, we just, dude, I was, I was Cubs talking. suck again. We were. Was about that. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Jack Peterson's gonna lift you from your bootstraps. My brother's like, well, he's a decent right fielder. I'm like, fuck him, yeah. dude. Or center fielder, he's, or whatever. And I, I, I texted you when you fucking sent that to me. I'm like, he's the worst Why hitter you... in the NL okay. against left-handed okay. pitchers. He sucks as a hitter. Period. Yes. If you're hitting two thirty a right, year, but, then but he, you. Okay, not but, only that, if, if if you're jumping ship with everybody else, why waste the money on him and bring him in for exactly, seven million dollars? Exactly, right. you're wasting seven million dollars. Okay, but and I I I think I sent this, but both of you you gave up a Schwarber for a Schwarber. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you could have made Schwarber, but, but you gave up a Schwarber, Schwarber for a lesser Schwarber. Yeah. Well, not no. no they're he's they're, a better they're the same. They're the same because Schwarber was right in, defensively. He's a better, Jack Peterson. Come on, a you're playing left field, but. I mean, you. I, my, I get my, what you're saying. I, I texted Matt. I was like, you could have rolled this. You could have rolled the dice on this yeah, one we, last we, year. We talked kept, about this last. Part. Absolutely. Same thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. but you find value. But you no, could, not but even no, that. Not Listen, even that. you could have kept Lester, kept Darvish. You had uh, oh, Hendricks. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. We yeah. talked about. This. And then I thought you were talking about the keeping Schwarber. No, no, but no, no. no you could have no, kept Schwarber if you wanted. Move Bryant to fucking left. Go get Lindor for a year. You have a chance. Yeah, right. you have a chance right, there. Right. Roll the fucking dice on that. You on that had year. a team that was, and then you still have fucking bumfuck Kimbrel in the bullpen. What the an fuck? An aging yeah. team, but Ugh. you still had something in place, and then you get rid of everything. Yeah, it was a better then shot then than I mean, obviously what they're doing now. But like, if if you're fucking cleaning house, why fucking bring right now? It's it's a it's a. And then another thing I don't throw get me seven million. Is, I mean, I'll fucking is, throw I, me some dirty jock straps, a hundred grand, <laughs> and some used balls. I'll go out there. And I'll what, take a. I'll step into every single pitch that comes at me. And then I don't know. <laughs> I'll get on base, coach. I don't understand for uh, or Jock Peterson. I read an article where the Sox offered him more money. Same one year contract offered him more money, and he went to the Cubs instead. They offered him ten. I'm so glad he fucking did take right. it. I, I told Matt, I was like, I didn't even hear about that. Like yeah. I remember last year they were trying to go for him. I'm like, uh, do we really need him right now? Not, right. not the 60 game season, but the yeah. you know, year before. Now he's only twenty eight. I get that. He's only twenty eight. He's, he's got power. But they, I mean, if they're thinking he's only twenty eight and he's got years left, then why sign him to a one year deal? Well, but here's my thing too, though. You hired Grandpa Ross as your coach. Just strip the team. Just get it over with. Right. Yeah. Just let my guy well, yeah. Rizzo go win like, another championship somewhere. You have somewhere. Cub exactly. fans. People are going to fill your seats regardless. Yeah, because yeah, 90% they, of the Cubs fans are douchebags, and they're like this the whole time. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Right. But, like, you know, if you're going to clear house, clear house, and let, let the fucking process happen. Dude. But why 
why fucking throw so many shit, so much shit overboard, and then bring more fucking shit on? That's gonna help. Why? You, you why, not just, why just not let it sink? You're just do, do, you're, at this let, point. Yeah, you're still let, trying to let stay it afloat. Sink, sell your tickets and build more fucking market value so you can buy the players you want. Well, three, no, not even do that. Three, four they're, years down the road. In a year, they're gonna. You watch. They'll offer Bias some stupid fucking. I hope contract. they don't. They're going I to. I hope they don't. That's man. the fucking rickets, man. They're, and now fucking what's his nuts is gone. It's gonna be fucking maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> oh, I'm such so a disappointment with that. Team. You're the one championship was, boat with us, boys. <laughs> yeah, it was such man. a disappointment they didn't win more. Well, they it really won is. Two, it really is. Fifteen, At least two. Fifteen. They were lucky to get where they were. Right. They, they were complete. Ahead, they were ahead of the ball. But ahead Madden, of the curve. Madden, well, fucked that team up too. Fifteen yeah. was a little rough. It was the long ball team. Like we all have power, right? They were hitting a bunch of home runs. They staled out. No, well, no, they in just, the they NLCS. But 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 Madden fucked that team up because why do you leave Arietta in, in a complete game in a wild card game? Like, there's like no. It's like the oh, Chapman. Yeah. No, no, that was yeah. that was stupid. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just like, st- absolutely. Soon, like he he fucks pitchers up. I forgot all about that. Yeah. You're right. absolutely right. He he just doesn't. There was no Dude, like. And he's gonna go do then fucking. They're not gonna do anything no. there. No, they're not gonna do no. anything. They're gonna win a championship Dude, this year. Um, I would love. I would love for Mike Trout to get a fucking ring, dude. I oh, swear, without a doubt. man, like he is. But, but that guy's made a, a shit ton of money. Everybody knows he's the best player know, in man, baseball, but, and he lives in San Diego. But he's such a humble fucking human being. He, like, he all he wants best like, player ever. Yeah, ever, ever. Five, it, five, five tool player, and he fucking. takes contracts that are less than suitable for what he is. Yeah, because his endorsements make up for it. I mean, regardless <laughs> of that fact, you're. I mean, it's always a commodity, so you're always gonna, you know, have that stance on what you're making, but you're choosing to make less. You'll have a te- any team in the league. I don't know. I think he's still one of the highest played players. I, I mean, he's still he? up there. Well, but did he dude, just get another extension? I think he did. Um, not la- uh, last year. He, he did For, like four hundred million. Yeah, so he's not taking less. No, money. I'm not. I'm not saying he's underpaid at all. But he's a guy that can make a record breaking fucking contract by going to a different team. He did. No, he he made four hundred twenty six million. That's I mean, yeah. No, I don't think. I, okay. Five hundred so million in March. <laughs> in March 2019, he signed the largest contract in professional sports history. I so. right. dude. 2020 is a blur, bro. Well, Mahomes, so Mahomes just beat it. Yeah, which is but fucking. That was in 2019. That's absurd. Yeah. Which half a no, billion listen, dollars. Listen, once again, they deserve big money. But just talking about everything, what we were talking about with hedge funds and stuff, who's going to pay for that shit? The fans. Right. Yeah. Yep. Higher your, your ticket prices. Your tickets are going to go through the fucking roof with that this shit. That hot dog that you ate last year is $1.25 yeah. more. $5 more. I guess we'll pay the luxury tax. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. luxury tax. Fuck yeah, but you. if he keeps the winning only luxury tax that I he'll fucking happily pay it. The only luxury tax I saw going in the fucking suit was the one the Sox have been paying for the past 29 years. All of a sudden, they got a team that's ready to win. Fuck it. Dude, you ever see that uh, that fucking contract that they had with the city? Yeah, with the state. Yeah, or the, the, state? the state. Yeah, the state. If, if they you went sell under, under so many tickets, yeah, they get paid. They don't have to pay their taxes, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? It's up next year's the fucking final year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, you Jew fucking Reinsdorf, man. Like the Bulls can be. Hey, oh. wow. wow. Hey, man, tell me your hey, story. Hey, I'm sorry, man. Nobody wow. likes Jews. Juice? I, I love juice. 
Orange juice. Orange juice, apple juice. Orange juice, apple juice. But anyway, the so other much thing. the grapefruit juice. The other thing, though. Uh, oh, it just got hot in here. Uh, <laughs> Did I turn the. <laughs> the uh, I, I, would, I just want Rizzo to go to a team. That motherfucker every year. Yeah. Produces. Yep. He's the mark race of our generation. What do you think? Day in and day out, you know what, he, you know what he's going to get from you. Where do you want him to go to, to fulfill his uh, career? I don't know. Just somewhere where he has a chance to win another championship. Cardinals. No, I don't want to see him in Cardinals. <laughs> somewhere where we don't have to play him. But you know what, though? A bunch of times But you know what, though? If the Cardinals like are going to make – no, because they got Goldschmidt, so he would never go there. They don't need him there. So AL. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, just somewhere that he would be happy with who, going and have a chance. Have? Oh fuck, Yankees have everybody. I know. So why not throw Rizzo? I don't want. I don't want him in pinstripes. <laughs> fuck that. I don't know. It'd, it'd be cool to see him Send on like him the Mets or San on the A's or yeah, San Diego's fucking got. Uh, what's his face at third? They're making moves. They got Darvish now. They might actually have a good team. Yeah. Drawing a blank on like everything. Yeah, well, it's not baseball season, so we're not up on it. No, I know, but just that dude, such a good player. Fuck yeah, he's awesome, dude. He does so much for charity. Where, where the fuck did uh, Lester end up signing? Uh, Washington. Yeah. Him and uh, him and what's his fucker there? What's his fuck? Schwarber. That's where yeah. Schwarber went too. They both signed there. But that that team's garbage. Yeah, for Washington. sure. It'd be cool to see, like, uh, oh, you know what? Who... I, I wish they would have did better, though, because uh, our coach went there. That was under Madden. Yeah. He was a good coach. The bench coach. Yeah. I don't know, though. They had a shot that year. Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, what, two years you, ago. Yeah, about say, yeah, two years ago. They had a good squad. Yeah, they really did. So it just, I don't know. It, you don't know who was really good with the Madden crowd because there was so much talent there. Right. How much of know. it was coaching and how much yeah, of it, it was, was just, just pure, pure talent. talent. Yeah, because that two like we were going into it like 2015, a uh, little bit of luck there. 2016, they were they they started like 24 and two. Yeah, they were just a monster team. And then 2017, Madden just fucking shit the bed with everything oh, for sure. Oh, we're gonna pitch this guy fucking one hitter and we're yeah, gonna. It, it, the worst part is like you know, get a line up there and let these guys fucking play. Yeah, like don't fuck. Okay, I'm gonna play the matchup this game. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this guy every three games. I'm gonna play this guy every four games. It's like nobody's nobody's able to get in a routine, right? Nobody. I mean, and you got some players in the league that are okay with that coming off the. You got some players that are used to that, you know, coming off the bench, pitch hit, pinch hit, and playing a couple innings. Sure, they do good with that. Most players don't. No, and like when you have a power hitter in the three spot and the four spot, that changes the game for every fucking pitcher, no matter what you say. Right. Because if the one guy's online or on base, he's going to have to throw more fucking fastballs and actually go for the strikes. Right. So, but you can't have Rizzo going from first or batting first to batting third. Oh, he's not doing good. I'm going to drop him down to seventh and I'm going to put Baez at first. Uh, you know, it just doesn't work. No, yeah. Do There's got to be consistency. Because most of these guys have been used to consistent play their whole lives. You know, they know where they're at in the batting order. They know where they're playing, what position. You know, it, it, you get into routines, especially as a professional. You've been doing it for so long, then all of a sudden you get a coach that's going to want to mix shit up because he thinks it's good for everybody. And it's not. Like you said, some some people are okay with that. But for the more majority of these guys, they've been used to the same thing since they've been playing fucking high school. And all of a sudden you're going to want to change it up because you think it's going to be good for the squad. Yeah. 
just don't work like that. Like I said, he was a good coach, but he just made a lot. He he made a lot of dumb fucking decisions. Yeah, he just like did the uh, gameplay is just fucking horrible. No, what's the the new fucking science number game that they all go off of? uh, Something metrics. Yeah. Um, Whatever it is, it it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. If your team for Oakland until they get to the postseason. Well, yeah, Moneyball, but. When when like Lester like Lester said it the best, he's like, I want to fucking win. If I'm gonna go out there and throw the fucking ball, and he's like, I don't care how much spin is off of my ball now. He's like, if I locate my pitches, the, yeah, right. if I locate my pitches, it's still going to be a strike. And right. that's the thing about the whole the the metric system. You're taking away from how a player feels. You're you're putting the metric into, system. It's not the metric system. Um, hey man, do some <laughs> kilograms. <laughs> I'm throwing this in fucking. <laughs> I'm throwing this at 36 kilometers. <laughs> but it's, uh, I forget the metrics. Uh, yeah. Something metrics. Right. Whatever. We're stupid. You're um, stupid. But some management systems rely way too heavily on that. And then you're. Like the science behind you it. You know, uh, look Sa- at. Look, sabermetrics. Sabermetrics. Yeah. Look at Strasburg after he got the Tommy John surgery. They went years of 100. 100 in, like let him fucking pitch man yeah like he did a fucking big surgery he did the rehabilitation 100 innings as soon as he hits it especially on like the warm some like baseball is like 90 percent in warm days right fucking let them throw they're they're loose they're good they're the, fucking, the muscles are nice and yeah. loose yeah man it's uh know. it's it's stupid the pitch counts. and clearly it's not working because you have pitchers year in you're out fucking blowing out their elbows yeah so it's whatever you're doing to protect them is not working because There's some we, dudes in college are getting Tommy Johns just to get it before they even make the majors right. now. Put that extra long fucking tendon in there, but because well, it heals stronger. Yeah, yeah, look at Nolan Ryan though. It's not called the fucking Nolan Ryan surgery. That motherfucker was throwing inning after inning like it. It wasn't like the only dude to go to Texas and be good. <laughs> hey, Pudge was good. No pitcher wise. Hey, when they become an independent republic, he might be the president. <laughs> Fucking oh take that state. <laughs> take it. Shove it off hey, into the ocean. Hey, there's the, there's our wall. <laughs> there's you, you, our... you know what they should build the wall out of is them fuckers' teeth that fall out. Just put it right there. Like, there you go. What's this made out of? Just so slimy, ain't nobody climbing that bitch. <laughs> So much tobacco juice on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's got natural lubricant. Uh, That's funny. Where's our old uh, friends, uh, that fucking podcast? <laughs> the fucking hillbillies from Texas. Yeah, Whiskers and Kicks show? Uh, no, no. Whiskers and Douchebags or something? I don't know. That's not nice. Yeah, we're banging not. their sisters. <laughs> we're not nice, though. You still going at them Sour Patch Kids, bro? No. What's our <clears throat> so what, what else we got to talk about? We're oh shit, man! Hour forty in. I do want to touch about this because whoa, uh, touch <coughs> touch whatever you want. Yeah, I'm, is this, I'm not I'm not there with you. Is this a woke situation? No, well, no. sure. You can't. Uh, what you want? Go ahead. Go. Did Spit. you see the new fucking body cam release from the Capitol Police? Ooh, no. Uh-uh. You see them motherfuckers beating the fuck out of them guys oh yeah that one dude died one yeah, cop but, died from uh, no but i have not seen the video they showed the body cam of them just getting beat up 
a beat up of being a dragged down the stairs. Fire extinguisher bashing his head before he No, dies. like hockey no. sticks. Yeah, it's unreal. I there was a report where the National Guard wanted to go in and the guy that was, the guy was dying. The I forgot what it was. There was a report right, that so basically said the only uh... No, so we'll just know from the next time, hour thirty eight, that's what we'll do from now on. Yeah. But, uh, but there but, was a report where the where the National Guard wanted to do all this stuff, and whoever that Trump put it in, that was in charge of the National Guard for there basically tied their hands with everything that they could do there. As far as the National Guard, nobody outside of D.C. National Guard could go there. Basically, they couldn't help the cops with anything, couldn't do anything, couldn't. It, I, I'll find the article and send it to you because I was listening to um, Tom Hartman the other day, and they released some paperwork from it. And it was uh, the memo that was sent. The guy from National Guard, one of the generals, sent it to him. And I forgot the guy's name. But he basically oversees all that shit and sent it back with a memo of everything they can't do, yeah. anything, everything they can't supply. And it was just it, it was just ridiculous. Okay, but all I wanted to like talk about was after seeing that body cam footage and after seeing like everything happen, if you say you back the blue and say that shit was okay, fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's bullshit. They killed one, beat a couple sentences, and then the one dude that saw it all, the one cop, killed himself. Yes. Over this shit. Yeah. He he killed himself like two days later after all this shit happened. Um, Right. Well, yeah, that's absolutely. It was back to blue until like three weeks before all this happened, and all of a sudden the Proud Boys are like, we fucking were here for you. Well, it was back to blue until, you know, they weren't, they were pushing them off of fucking places where they were doing dumb shit. And then, too, with that, like, that's just fucking unreal. The the amount of people that were there, and there were stories, too, where it's like there was actually some groups that, you know, got to the, those police that, um, the police there, and it's like, look, there's way more of us than you, and a lot of them. We're, we're lucky enough to fucking just vacate wherever the fuck they were. So they didn't yeah. die, but some of those guys that couldn't or they were rushed too too fast, and then they get the shit beat out of them. But yet you guys are, you know, back to blue, and, you know, we're fucking doing all this, but yet you're beating Hey, hey Patriots. Yeah. Hey, Patriots. Yeah, you're a real fucking Patriot. Well, and that was what I was going to finish with this. If you think you're more patriotic than what, what you want to call liberals or whatever, fuck you. We're here. We, we took what you said about... Trump winning the election last year. Yeah, there was marches and people said, oh, he's not my president, this and that. We didn't do that. No. no or I, I'm not even going to say I didn't do that because I didn't vote for Clinton or Trump. Listen. Right. I, yeah, that shit was not done. Like, I, they, they, we didn't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree with you 110%. They're always talking about the crybaby liberals and, you know, this is what it is. Just deal with it. I don't and, I don't mind when yeah, they say liberals. Like, yeah, at you, least there's a separation. When you say, like, hate Democrats, it's like, I'm a fucking Democrat and I am nowhere near how they believe and i'm nowhere near what you believe yeah but it's just crazy how you're saying it's like you know when he did win you guys are all talking about how humble you were and how you would never do this and you never do that yeah, and now no. look what happened you, look what you did exactly absolutely that was the first time a confederate flag ever flew in that fucking building yeah unreal and then they're trying to say like oh that was a uh nifta or nafta or whatever they, they went on his social media he's a fucking crazy right-wing fucking psychopath yeah it just, it's, I just, it's hard to cover the truth when everybody's got a fucking TikTok, you know? Well, but my whole thing <laughs> is, like, the day it happened and, like, the multiple days that followed it, you had all these Trump supporters that love that guy. And that's fine. You want to believe what he was doing was good for the country? That's on you. It's freedom fine. of speech. Fine. Take it. But do not say that shit was fake. Do not say that was blown out of comportion, proportion. And that out wasn't, of context. And that, that wasn't that big of a deal. Video. Right. Yeah. They Fuck fucking stormed the goddamn Capitol. Yep. They killed a cop. 
somebody had or to actually be, two cops, right? No, no, the well, one got beat to death with a fire extinguisher. Yes, and the, then one the one that committed suicide, and then there was a protester that got killed. Right. Actually, yeah. there was two. One got trampled on, and one got and shot. And there was a yeah. couple that were like but beat all, up pretty bad. And, all reported, they said five or six people died that day. Yeah. So there was multiple deaths. Right. I know the one guy got shot. I think two of them might have been cops. One of them committed suicide the next day. So the one lady got trampled on, and then the one lady got shot by Capitol Police when she was trying to get through the window. Yeah, fuck I don't, her. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to do this, but let's go to. Well, I, we're I, gonna I, be dying off a battery here soon, there, I, buddy. Um, the the BLM movement, right? That thing's dead. How many people uh, died? In all these BLM movements, like, like the, burning the city the, and stuff? the rioting and all yeah, that. I don't know. Like I want to just make a comparison. And well, no, and I, I listen. I agree one hundred percent. We're going to go with this. That those are bad too. Right. Th- they're absolutely bad. And and burning buildings, not good. But and we've talked about this. Those buildings are insured for so much more than they're worth. Oh, for sure. Well, and I don't condone what they're doing. But you're storming the Capitol saying that you're going to kill politicians and saying that, you know, this is our election, this is still our country. You cannot just go, um, well, the BLM movements were just as bad. This is the the biggest thing. Like, the BLM movements were because people were getting murdered by police officers. This movement was because your guy lost the fair election. There's the fucking like that's a that's the difference like these guys people are dying in the streets wait, by police wait, officers wait, wait, and wait. other shit you guys are rushing the capital because your guy didn't win right that's the fucking based big difference. on what you watched though they were cheated okay. am I right I mean but then here's depending their, on the hole you go down right the hole that you go down but here's the other thing too though which is their like last like line of defense how did fucking uh. Joe Biden get eighty two million and fucking Obama only got seventy million. It's because Donald Trump was that right. big of a jab. People registered to yes. vote him out, you fucks. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> it was your last. I get it. It was your yeah, last. They need hold. to know about den- uh, density population as that, well, well. But that that okay. It is no like. It's a fact that this country is getting browner and younger. Yes. They don't want this shit. No. They don't want what Trump's spewing out of their mouth. No. They don't want conflicts. You're they don't want war. You're getting the last of the boomers to fucking hang on to your fucking rhetoric. Yeah. That, But you're done. Like, this fucking angle that Trump, Bush, you, you go down the list, that shit's ending, man. We want to be fucking neighbors. Well, but, but then, we want to be people, man. Yeah, but then you, the fucking House uh, Minority Leader McCarthy goes down to fucking Marlago and sucks off well, Trump. Well, fucking the fuck McCarthy goes suck a dick, dude. Who gives a fuck about? No, him? I'm just saying that's still it's still Trump's party. Yeah, no, it's well, going absolutely. to be. No, no, I, absolutely, I, absolutely. I'm saying. Yeah, but. and like I don't wish harm on too many people, and I was when Trump won. Oh, I, I wish harm on few well, people. Listen, but, I, but not true harm. No, I don't. True I don't. Harm, go ahead. Okay. But neither I, here nor there. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So I'm more like when, a wizard. I'm, I'm uh, making uh, like cast. I'm casting spells. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> when Trump won, didn't like it. I need. I did not vote in the presidential race for that. I did not vote for Clinton. Didn't like what she was about. Right. Didn't vote for Trump. Couldn't stand what he was about. So when he won, give him a chance. In the first year, I, I would have gave him two thumbs up. Did the fucking uh, I wouldn't tax say a break. full year. I would say like 
three months, four months, right. where but, it was like, okay, oh, okay. Let, let him finish. Go you, ahead. Yeah, but like, okay, you did nothing to scar us, and you did nothing truly to like push us forward. We were waving, we were riding a wave of Obama's like plan for eight years, and then you just kind of gave people who truly co- like control the country more money, and they like that. So, but we were making more money in the meantime. So right. It's like, so it was why cool. Why are we going to complain? But then right? he like picked fights with Syria and fucking told the Kurds to go fuck themselves. The and whole Kurds thing is it fucking blows, still blows dark. my mind. And then it's dark. Like you, he literally went with uh, Putin on certain things. When he, this is what like I was just like I'm done. This is fucking insane. When he started making massive arms deals with Saudi Arabia, yeah. and then Saudi Arabia was taking said weapons and bombing the, the whole fuck out of Yemen. The whole yeah. Saudi thing is disgusting. Right, because not not only are you giving not truly an ally to us, billions of dollars of weapons that are going to Yemen, and it's one of the worst civil wars ever, and there's already talks of like a, a million people dying of just starvation there yeah. because yeah, of it. famine. Saudi Arabia was proven to fucking pay the terrorists that bombed or that flew the planes into the, the World Trade Center. Period. Yeah. And now you and then they fucking behead and chop up the fucking journalists. Well, yeah, he, yeah he was saying, you know, it was Trump it, gave it, him it's, immunity. It's money. He it's, vetoed the fucking crimes he, against humanity bill against and, him. And the way so the just, way he made it sound okay is because the, the amount of money they were spending for the United well, States. Well, at the end of the they day, they were buying so much ammunition or so Saudi much guns. It was so much money. One of the princes helped the Kushner state. Right. So in a, oh, in, a hey. in a Qatar deal. Yeah, exactly. But th- my so whole he thing is though all that shit, dude. It's fucking brutal. When he did that, in my mind, okay, he's just another globalist. Oh yeah. When they, when they mm-hmm. say he they're nationalists and they care about the country, blah blah blah. When you and when you co- talk about a hundred million dollars at the end of the deal, at the end of the day for a deal for the, our country, it's that ain't pennies. shit. Yeah, it's yeah, pennies. Pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So when it's oh fifty billion for arms, that nothing. Not, that that doesn't mean right. shit. When we're I, I'm couple, sleeping that night, no yeah, problem. Yeah, <laughs> without about hundred trillion in debt. Just right. because it's not our numbers doesn't mean it's not numbers for a global fucking right. But transition. But like a nationalist, like I'm almost. You don't want to call Bernie Sanders a nationalist, but he is because he's all about this country. We're doing this for this country, humanity. This, that, this. Still fights. Right. Still, so you still you, fight. you want to call him a politician, but. At the end of the day, well, well he's a socialist first off. Yeah, but but he's he's more of a Ameri- one hundred thousand times oh, more dude, of an American patriot absolutely. than fucking Trump is. Absolutely. You turned your back on all of that. Yeah, and then he, like he goes to the fucking G eight and G twenty, and he's fucking talking up Putin, and that motherfucker is uh, poisoning journalists. Yes, and, and then so yeah, he he. he Poison the journalist. The journalist got flew to fucking Germany, and then arrested. And, and then he got arrested back. And the and the journalist is saying, "I didn't choose to fly to because he was under a house arrest or something like that, yeah. or some probation in Russia. So him leaving to go to Germany, uh, Germany was against you know whatever, whatever they had on him. And his thing was was like." I was passed out. They yeah. flew me to Germany yeah. because I needed help. When I woke up, I came back. Yeah. You know? When uh, <laughs> supposedly, and who knows, someone wrote a book on Biden's like career so far as like a politician, and I'm not sure if it, he was vice president yet. But when he met with Putin, 
supposedly he looked him straight in the eye and he's like, sir, when I look into your eyes, I see no soul. Yeah. And then Putin said back to Biden, and he goes, well, I guess we, we understand each other. Fuck. <laughs> so, I mean, just, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't know how you go like Trump and like how he thought or how people think that what Trump was doing was the best for this country. country yeah, absolutely. You alienated all of our true allies that have been with us since, forever. you know, forever. And then it's just, there's Dude, a million in other topics years, that could go he, into this. Yeah. Oh, it's so brutal. Yeah. It's not even worth talking about, man. Like, no, it's not. And I can't, I, I'm so happy thing, it's though, over. Man. Here's the thing. Yes, I'm with you on that. <laughs> As Americans, like, I can safely say that I don't hate Republicans. I, like, I, I, I look closely to some of your views. I don't hate Democrats because I want to help some people. I want to fucking, you know, pull some of the government out. At the end of the day, these people that are like the far left, the far right, have nothing to do with any of us. They're these fucking extremists, which we, you know, the, you know, uh, America journalism has put the name on these extremists. They are the extremists that are trying to divide us more than we're trying to be united. Like, I want to fucking love my neighbor. My neighbors are fucking Republicans, and I'm going to fucking stand with them because they're good people. I'm not going to say that, like, oh, 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 you fucking lean right, fuck you, you're racist automatically. No, no, fuck that. They're good people, and I'm going to fucking respect their views. Like, if you don't see the way I see, doesn't mean you're a bad fucking person, man. Right. Like, this okay, whole like, full division thing fucking blows my mind, and it... Yeah. I, no, I, I, I want to keep going, but I'm just going to get angrier. But No, and I agree ahead, 100%, man. because, like, if you... And this is just... From going what you're going from, I'm going to go the opposite way. If you're a blue-collar, average Joe, gets up at 6 a.m. and has to go swing a hammer or whatever or be a cop or – no, you know what? I'm not even going to touch on that because whatever. But <laughs> if you're a blue-collar person, truck driver, union, non-union, you know, middle class, and you support the Republicans, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, no. I want your whole paycheck – to go to the Republican Party, go fuck yourself. You suck at life because obviously you don't read anything. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. And two, it's like even no, because you're you're completely brainwashed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're you voting, watch Facebook you're, videos that fucking. The crazy thing is, just like you're voting against anything that's ever gonna make you anything in life as far as work or fucking anything. But did you see what these QAnon, QAnons, whatever the fuck it's called? QAnon. QAnon. QAnon, yeah. Okay. Your, your guess is as good as mine. Because... They, Anderson Cooper's got an interview coming out, and I saw clips of it. Right. They believe Nancy Pelosi, Jeffrey Epstein, and listen, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein was probably 100% a fucking creep. Absolutely. Oh, forget sure. that. But to say these politicians and the Clintons and all this stuff but rape kids because it releases some kind of brain something or other and the blood gets mixed in with that and then they drink the, the blood and kill the, the kid. Uh, yeah, it's fucking unreal. Stop. Yes. Just fucking stop. Well, Because, too- okay, hold on though. Because there's like a million kids in their view that get fucking kidnapped a year. Where the fuck are the parents? Yeah, they, they, right. They've, 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 get they've the came fuck out, out of here. Came, and then too, so there's this other podcast that just specifically deals with that, where it's like family members of QAnon believers have lost these family members who, like, some don't even talk to these people. Some of them try to have a relationship, but every time like they talk, it, it boils down to this. It's basically like this group of people 
it's just like um, Al-Anon for AA. It's like these guys, these people have got together and talked with each other and figured out a system to deal with family members that are QAnon because they still want to have a relationship with their family, but they're so fucking far gone. And for the most part, there's no bringing these people back. There's very few that actually come back and realize like what I what I was believing is just fucking so crazy. It's fucking but insane. But too, a lot of it has to do with these older people that aren't working, that have all this time on their hands, and they're watching this video and they're just going through these the fucking rabbit right holes. But it's like all these people are coming out and it's like my dad was a good guy you know he believed this growing up he was this he was this and now he for was him, a rapist but now like for him to believe like touched the, me multiple this, times. This, this stuff is just like i can't believe how they would believe it and now their relationships with their family members that they've known forever has totally changed because now they're QAnon believers and they yeah. have to deal with them in totally different ways and they actually got like they actually got steps like don't call them out on their stuff, you know, that might make them defensive. Don't do this. Don't do this. And now this is don't only... Don't touch no, little no, George. No, no. This is only just if you want to have a relationship with them because, you know, the shit sets them off and then they go into this tunnel where, you know, they sure. spew off all the shit, which is super fucking sad. Super it's it just sad. like, I get it, man. The fucking world is a scary, wacky place. Is it, though? It is. I don't. I don't think it is. Dude, it absolutely one hundred and ten percent. It is fucking crazy. I don't think it's as bad crazy. as we think it is. Oh, it's, it's, it's probably worse. worse. No, no. Absolutely, I mean, no, it's worse. Maybe worse, but for like the the normal people like us, uh, social media feeds us what we want to read. You well, know, yeah, uh, sure. But so like, if rapists exist, criminals exist. Right. Straight bullets gonna, hit young kids in the face. you're looking at it, it's gonna be shoved down your throat. So it's gonna be this horrible scenario but at the end of the day like a lot of us are good fucking people that just want to fucking raise our families without a doubt you know and i think that is the majority of our life but we have uh social media shoving down the right the left it's been the worst thing for this country this world fuck this country dude i i think it's this country it's too well I, I yes because we have uh, this thing that it, it's a bill, it's a law, it's called freedom of speech that fucking ruins it for everybody, man. Like it's this freedom of like I could put whatever I want, and I'm gonna get some idiot to believe what I say. Well, and and I like I, I say this all the time. The one thing that I always agreed with Trump is that the fucking media is dog shit. Absolutely, one hundred percent, all day long. I. I agree. But, and then, on like that fucking factor of his. So on, um, on like radio frequencies, which a lot of people still listen to, especially the older ones. There's like 1,800 right wing, right wing leaning stations. Stations, yeah. and there's like five progressive. Yes, it's it's the same thing with the news media. It's like, um, well, they, no, I don't believe in that though, because well, no, I'm just talking I, about as far as like what's put out there. Yeah. It's, so what you're saying is exactly right because um, there's so many people there with the right wing. There's there they have shit ton of backers. With the other way, they don't. So a lot of these a lot of these guys that have these radio stations are paying out of pocket because they don't have enough listeners. Right. So their shows just go to the wayside. That's why they're not able to keep up with the right wing media, media that or whatever that has backing and then has all these well, it's viewers. It's a great way to push a, it's, it's, it's a great way to push an agenda. Oh, absolutely! Because you give, there's just you give way a little station in hillbilly town that truck drivers are driving, you know, and they're in their combine or whatever. Okay, let's give a million dollars to fucking oh, yeah. corn F one fifty out of fucking you know Nebraska, and we'll we'll talk to these guys about how 
immigrants are killing the world and they're stealing our jobs. Yeah, and absolutely. I don't want my kid to ever pick fucking tomatoes or corn or anything like that. Yeah. Fuck them jobs. And I hate saying it like that, but what the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. Could agree I, with you more. Yeah. I, it just... And it's just, it goes to, it's like what's readily available. That's the reason why I'm a Cubs fan. Because when I was growing up, WGN played Cubs fans, or played Cubs games. And it's just like what's Shut there. Shut Cub fans. No, it's, it's like what's available. And like if you turn on the radio, a lot of these guys, you know, rural countries, they drive a lot. They're out on the road. They're farmers. They're this, they're that. Absolutely. What are they going to have you on? They're going to have the radio AM. fucking stations. Yeah, absolutely. AM goes for fucking right. 1,000 miles before you run out. So, and they're just talking my political stuff and. You want to, like, love your neighbors. I just want, like, a couple things to happen. I want Rush Limbaugh to die on a cock. Yes. And then <laughs> I want I want Trump to, like, have a massive stroke and then turn into the guy that he made fun of. Absolutely. And I want uh, him to be in, like, the, yeah, the, I want I want him to be in a chair. Yeah, absolutely. Drooling on his fucking lap. Yeah. And Moana, Miana, what's his wife? Uh, Melania. 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 Fucking some, like... Rich, I thought you were going the whole rock thing like Moana. I don't know, no. but I want I want to see pictures like, of no, her. My kids yeah. watch that. Yeah, I'm not no, absolutely. And th- there's a meme that still goes around about that. Like I can't believe he hasn't been. He wasn't canceled because of that alone. Who? Trump. Trump. The whole when he, when he made they, fun they, of that they, reporter. They, 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 yeah. Oh, like there's so many people out there. I still can't believe that he didn't get. You know, the there wasn't. Anybody else that does it, you know, because they don't have a fucking billion supporters like he does. But anybody else that does anything close to that. You know, there's just so much fucking backlash, but yet he did it, and it's funny. The scary thing is to, like, what's to come in the next two years. And it's, too, like, Um, with with this whole thing, and, like, yeah, we're glad he's gone, but by no means do I think Biden's a fucking savior. No, he's He's a career politician. You're going to get a a, lot of the same shit that we've always fucking gotten. I'm scared for this whole left-leaning thing we got going. Yeah, but, I mean, you you don't have a a supermajority... So they'll they'll be able to block a lot right. of stuff in yes. the Senate, and because there are a lot of fucking right. center leaning sure. Democrats, so there's a lot of so stuff you'd have to do to what make does sure. What is Biden pushing through this like one point six trillion we, dollar fucking uh, stimulus? Yeah, the whole yeah, but I don't even care if that goes through. If he gets a two trillion dollar infrastructure bill, which he's pushing for, that'll change the next ten years path of this country. Oh, for sure. Like more so, we've never ha- we haven't had something like that since the, the Clinton administration. Think about that. That's fucking. We've nuts. had these stopgap measures, you know, yeah, so no, like no, 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 bridges no. literally don't collapse and kill thousands right. of people. Let's, <laughs> let's throw some. But the I eighty bridge has got fucking. On it. Dude, it's got fucking bridge girders collapsing. Yes, yeah. and we're just propping shit up. There's, you talk to truckers. There's truckers that avoid that thing for. Yeah. Say bye, Pat. We're bouncing. Oh. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, uh, hey, uh, like, share, subscribe. Like, uh, say your neighbors. Most importantly. Whether well, they're fucking left or right, do your thing. Love them. Thanks for listening.